0: All right, so for three random things, you got Detroit, NCAA, 2K8 college hoops, and Willard, and water bottles.
1: All on the Roblox podcast. Stay tuned.
0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Roll Blob podcast. We're going full DJ full caveman tonight. Our boy, the roadkill thing himself, Mr. What's the Score, J.P. Carlissimo in town. Let's go. Pumped to be back. Love this game just for this podcast. <laughs> it's not even the game we get excited for. It's the podcast. No, just shooting the shit for an hour and a half, whenever it is. Also, Always Andy's- down for it. Yeah, <laughs> Andy's also here.
1: Yeah, hey, Andy. <laughs> Hi guys, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. All day, I thought we were about to interview <laughs> JP got Makira.
0: You gotta tell the story. Tell the story.
1: <laughs> <And what>? so, <laughs> so uh, Saturday night, I was in a wedding, and we were we we're in the middle of a, a um the reception, and so I'm yeah. blitzed out of my mind, and I just see, I just see Cap. He texted our group, and and it was just a screenshot that said JP. Uh, and it's a roll blob on Monday. And he's like, boys, what do you think? I'm like, yes, sir. Let's go. And then I find out, like I texted our group today. I'm oh, like, so what time God. are we interviewing JP tonight? Like, I mean, he, he's in Italy, right? Like we gotta, we gotta figure out what time. Time's good for him. He's like, I got the Italy text. I'm like this motherfucker. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a fucking idiot.
0: The Funny thing is like, it kind of lines up though, because like, I must have texted you at, like, 1 o'clock on Saturday night. Like, it was super late. So, like, I could totally see why Andy was like, oh, all right. If he's texting him at, like, 1, so, like, it must be the real JP. I just love, well, you're the real JP, number one. No disrespect to Johnny Mac. But, two, I just love how Andy thinks that JP McCure is going out of his yeah, way to I'll, try to go on the role. I was
1: trying to rack my head around that for, like, three days. Like, what? I, I mean, I guess that's kind of cool. JP McGarrett's reaching out to us. That, that, that's that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> like the most popular player of all time. Like, don't like, have fuck, okay. way to wait Dude, I kind <laughs> of so, wish that,
0: like, you didn't tell him it was me and, like, you just yeah. let him think that it was JP McGarrett. And then, like, I could have just, yeah. like, came on and he'd been like, dude, what
1: the fuck? This sucks, dude. Fuck this I go, guy.
0: <laughs> I go along with it. I'm like, yeah, he's doing
1: it at four in the morning. <laughs> I was like, we're probably going to have to do this at, like, five, right? <laughs> just for jp to do it whenever we can he can do it
0: whenever the fuck. you have to take time out of work just to interview jp mccura for the podcast <laughs> i mean that's that's about as for the boys as it gets right there though FDB for sure for sure so, so jp let's give a little bit of background here on what we're doing here so that why we're so excited about this the tradition that this is and some of our <laughs> uh our history here Man, I was just saying before we started recording, last year, well, I think, what, two years ago was the first year that I joined on on, for the pod? And then last year, we had the game at Seton Hall we did the pod for. And then I was like, fuck it, boys, I'm flying out. And we tore up Cincinnati for a a hell of a Saturday. I still don't know the score yet, but I mean. No one does. I forgot. One one hell of a Saturday, let me tell you. So, my man, JP, so we kind of started this, like, whole roadkill thing. Um, we all started this whole roadkill thing. We're all talking about, like, going on the road, blah, 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 blah. My man actually fucking does. It. Actually fucking for <laughs> the boys. And, <laughs> JP, any fucking guy can fly into the city that they're watching the game. In. Anybody can. It takes a real special yeah. human to drive to um, Cincinnati from a city completely out of the way. So, basically, like, if you're ever going to a game at the Centas Center, you have to fly into, like, Detroit or like Chicago, yes. um, Milwaukee. Pick a yes. random city right by the Great uh-huh. Lakes, and then drive all the way down. Yeah, absolutely. So JP flies into Detroit, rents the legendary Nissan. This man loves fucking Nissans. So he rented this Nissan, fell in love with it. At the game, he talked about the Nissan more than the fucking game itself because he didn't know the score. So <laughs> my guy was so fucking blitzed. he would probably tell the score better than anyone, or tell the story better than anyone. He was so blitzed he couldn't even fucking like see. So, like, literally, Andy, every 15 seconds, yo, fellas, what's the score? Yo, guys, what's the score? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, was I
1: like, kinda, he's at the game. I mean. Like, we're in section 202. He's, like, standing up yelling chicken parm. Ch- Andy, what's the score? <laughs> yo, what's the score? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there, like – I'm sitting there watching the game pissed off because we're down fucking 15.
0: And, <laughs> and you know, I like, actually hey, remember, like, special. at one point, Andy was like – dude, like, can you just chill for, like, 30 minutes? Like, we finally got like, after the game. but like, let me be pissed off right now. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, all right, yeah, no, I got that. That was but, the like, best part is he's kicking our ass. He can't really even enjoy it because he doesn't know the fucking score. Yeah, <laughs> we, so like, tell like,
1: the score. Like, dude, you're up by 20. He's like, we are?
0: Fuck yes. Like, it's like dude, it two seconds like, later. We still winning? Yeah. By a clear I remember, like, I don't remember what time the game was, but I went over. Cool. I mentioned, well, we were going to meet up at Danis. And then I got in there. And, like, BJ just, like, absolutely kept feeding me shots of Fireball. So, like, oh. I'd already had a couple of beers before I got there. Like, I had, like, two beers in there, like, shots of Fireball. May or may not have had a beer on the over. Cannot confirm Don't know what you're talking I. about. Um, but then, like, we get in there, and then it was, like, I sit down and, like, Andy's feeding me beer. It was, like, I did, I don't think there was, like, at any point in time. There was no downtime. Between, like, maybe, like, it had to be, like, I think we had a 4 o'clock game maybe or something like that. It maybe 11. it was 2. No, it was light out afterwards. Maybe it was 2, whatever it was. But, like, let's just say 1 o'clock until about 11 o'clock that night. There was no point in time where there was not a drink in my hand. No. We went back to Dana's after it got back after it.
1: And, uh, there was no we had downtime. two pitches of Herschel once we got oh. back to Dana's.
0: Oof. And I'll tell you what, though. It was a great strategy by you guys because I absolutely shit all over Skyline for like months leading up to this. <laughs> and great. it was honest honestly like unreal drunk food. Unreal drunk food. <laughs> it got to the point where I like was like, you know what, I'm gonna go try this. Like this. I wasn't gonna get the 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 spaghetti, but then I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm doing it. <laughs> you were fighting it all day. Like I remember all day like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit.
1: We, we t- finally get him to the Clifton skyline, drunk out of his mind, and he was like, D- those gas.
0: I'll tell you what, man. It was just a great strategy. Well played.
1: Get him drunk, and y- you get what you want. You had a better strategy that day than Travis Steele
0: did. <laughs> I should hope so. Like, Travis got, Steele tried to get, the, right get so JP bored.
1: drunk uh, strategy, and it didn't work, but we we executed to perfection.
0: My favorite part was just JP having no like situational like awareness. So, like, super hammered at the game and he's so drunk he doesn't even gauge on like other people or anything like that just having a fucking ball (laughs) just the people's faces around us they fucking hated you (laughs) I was fucking loving it I don't think they liked us much either to be honest and that's why I was like laughing at that video like I didn't really realize it until like recently where I was like I don't know when that video was taken but it had to be at some point like that scene hall was up big because people around us were pissed and we're just yelling chicken parm into a cell phone (laughs) like i couldn't imagine like being like someone else like around there just like looking around like what are these fucking idiots doing dude like (laughs) standing in the first
1: row so people are sitting down pissed off can't see behind you guys and you're just chanting chanting, chicken parm (laughs) dude
0: savior fans get nasty when we're losing they're not fun to be around but uh but that was such i'm glad you were there that game would have sucked if you weren't there Honestly, yeah. I'm glad. It was fun as fuck. Well, hopefully – um well, actually, like I say, said, I said, thank God I'm not going tomorrow. <laughs> you better get should the be – you're going tomorrow. Should
1: be a bloodbath. Should Yeah, be bloodbath. it's uh,
0: it's going to be something else. Why don't you catch us up on uh, – you don't have to talk about it longer than you want to. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine, too. What is nah, uh your current assessment? What's the current vibe over there? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's kind of hard because you'd be like, okay, this team sucks. And then they'll come out the next game. And you're like, okay, maybe they're okay. And then they're like, okay, yeah. now they suck. But then you're like, okay, maybe they're okay. It's just like flip. It's like, it's like the fucking Michael Scott scene. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, <laughs> snap. That's what 3%. it's like being a Seton Hall fan right now. We're trying to like gauge we're at the season. Like You beat Memphis, cool. And then you play like shit against Oklahoma and Seattle, sweet. And then you yeah. beat Rutgers. And then just absolutely piss down your leg against Providence. Like, yeah. are you good or are you bad? Like, I, we're honestly Travis Steele, Xavier.
1: That's who I was we are. Gonna say that's that's the life of a Xavier fan the last four years, and it's one of the most frustrating roller coasters you'll ever be on. Because like oh. when you when you're just like bad, you can just dive into it. Okay, we suck this year. You can be Depaul and just make fun of yourselves. Yeah. And then, but then when you're like good one day, bad the next, it's like I don't know what to feel. And then the when you're good, you're like overly celebrating. But then you look dumb when you're really really bad, and that's even more frustrating. It's it's not a fun time being in purgatory.
0: Just kind of pick a lane. And that's, like, the worst part about it was, like, you figure, like, all right, you got a new guy in there, like, still pretty, like, inexperienced. Like, you're going to have some bad years. But, like, you thought, like, this year, like, looking at it, like, okay, this team should be pretty solid. Like, next year they'll probably suck. But, like, then, like, you're playing every game with 10 scholarship players max. And then right now, like, the Otakali kids probably not going to play on sets, so you're playing with nine. Like, it sucks when it's like that because it's like okay, like maybe like at some point there is some kind of hope. Like you don't just like totally suck, but it's hard to just be like, yeah, no, we're kind of good. It's just straight up purgatory. It, there's no other way yeah. to describe it. What are the thoughts on Shaheen so far? And like, is there hope of getting better? Like, are you guys recruiting well? Like, what's the what's the vibe? I mean, recruiting's not really great right now, but I mean that's kind of. It's kind of like the beast right now. Um, you can tell who like said their NIL well beforehand and who didn't. Obviously, Xavier's hooping, and then they got you bring in Sean Miller, who's man City, like he knows what he's doing, like so you're oh, thrilled yeah. finally. You got some promise oh, yeah. there over there, like good for you guys, happy for you. But like, you could not have a better dude. coach than Sean Miller during NIL. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> not. literally, like because Sean's the kind of guy too that'll be like, you know what, like. I really need this fucking kid. I got I got a couple mil laying around here. You know what, kid? Here's hundred grand <laughs> out of my cash. Like, you know what I mean? Forget the school. Like, this is my money. You can have it. Just come here for like two years and then go play like in the league and like, but like, here's a hundred grand. You know how we knew Sean was legit. You know how Travis used to go to Dana's and drop money after the shootout? Yeah. John's saving that for bags, man. Just, yeah, bro. And fuck that shit. I I gotta go get some boys. <laughs> Sean's also like, you guys are going to love me no matter what I do here. Like, I could literally go there and spend a $10,000 tab and make you guys pick it up and you'll still wash my feet. Bad. Like, <laughs> you know bad. what I mean? Like, so, like, he doesn't care. Like, Trav had to, like, make a name for himself. That's kind of the good thing, yeah. though. Like, 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 we're talking, like, ask me now about, like, Sheen Holly. Like, yeah, like, the vibes aren't great. Like, people are kind of like, okay, like, this isn't going as good as we thought it was going to, but like, if- no matter what happens, like the guy has a longer leash than oh, yeah. like the only guy who has a longer leash than a guy like Gene Holloway, like <laughs> Travis, as Patrick Ewing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's one man who has longer leash. Like, like, honestly, like he could do, he could have an ho- absolutely horrible season and it wouldn't matter. But I'll tell you what, I'm working on a new um, anarchy theory that I'm actively rooting against the team to, to lose games. So I, I want them to essentially just be bad because Holloway's been so outspoken like, with like the NIL issue with Hall that like if they just like flat out suck, he's gonna make them like fucking figure it out. So like I'm yeah, kind man. of like almost actively rooting against them at this point just to suck. Okay.
1: And you also but, get a better draft pick,
0: oh, dude. I want Vic. He's good, <laughs> the, man. The he rare be, college he tank. might be an all Big East teamer. The he's rooting for the rare college tank. I respect that. I mean, sometimes, like, you just kind of need it. You need a reset. Like, you need everyone in your organization to kind of just wake up and say, okay, what the fuck are we doing? We got to figure this That's out. Yeah, this God. shit ain't working. We need, we need. Yeah, to- yeah you I know? This roster, it's not bad. Like, you guys, you have some talent. You're no, it's yet, not though. bad. It's just, like, they're just not, they can't get healthy and stay healthy. Like, they have, like, they'll have, like, one game where, like, the Davis kid comes back, but then, okay, you lose Family to college. And it's like, okay, great. You're yep. already playing without two of your bigs. So it's like the Providence game. Tyrese Samuel got in foul trouble. They had no shot. Like they yep. they they're playing Casey Nadeau. He's six five. Like, <laughs> he's playing center at six five. That's gonna work. <laughs> That's no Ikey. There's no Ikey. Oh, I missed that man. He's awesome. He was he was a G. So, but fellas, so let's look around the Big East. shape what's what stuck out to you as far as the Big East is concerned so far? Um, I'm dude. I'm sad for our boys, our demons.
2: It's I mean, yikes, still so, man.
0: It's yikes. They, they kind of, like, they do this thing every year where they show the promise. Like, this year was worse than those because, like, they just, like, all just died. They all dropped, like, flies. Like, yeah. they're playing without, like, so many of their guys right now. Like, they don't have a chance. No. Like, man. you know, like, like I'm talking about playing out a bunch of my guys. But it's like, okay, the guys that I got are still, like, pretty good. Like, their guys <laughs> are not on that level. Like, as much as I love them, like, they're not. You know what I mean? Like You're Right. Um, so, like, they don't stand a fucking chance. But – I can't believe how bad Creighton really fell off. I mean, I didn't think they were going to be, like, as good as they were all, like, kind of worked out to be, but six and six? He... Yeah. I still Isn't think they are. I still think they're a problem. I think they're a little underrated as far as the outlook, as far as the Big East is concerned. I mean,
1: don't worry. They'll still drop 120 on us with our three-point defense. Oh, my so God. So we'll make them look nightmare. really fucking good. But yeah. no, this you know, is they've just been a disappointment.
0: This is their get right week, though. They played Butler at home yep. and they played the Paul. Like, they're gonna, they just needed yep. like a, a buy game. They didn't have that when they had their, their like shit streak. Like, they just need a team where they can just go beat the piss out of. And oh. honestly, sorry, it's gonna be the ball. But yeah. And I mean, like, it's they'll safe. probably do it to Butler too. Probably. Um. What do you think as far as like, like, give me some of, give me some big predictions for the Beach. What do you see? Any, any hot takes? Um, I mean, what's, what's what would classify as hot though? Is like, UConn? I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm actually looking forward to the UConn implosion. It's bound to happen. Like, yeah, they look nasty. They look, just, nasty. They're they're look nasty right now. But like Dan Hurley's still running the show. Like they're, they're so overrated. like due to trip over their own feet in some way to just like totally just kind of throw everything off. They're not gonna. It's not gonna be bad. Like they'll still be like you know a top twenty team the entire ride through. But like yeah. they're gonna do some dumb shit. It's gonna be funny to watch. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm actually excited
1: for the first time they lose a game they should win and just see the absolute meltdown. The best part about UConn
0: not being able to get over the hump of being number two is that you can speak derogatorily about UConn now being number two. And even like, it's not like even like their team is bad, but it's just like, I just took a UConn. You know what I mean? Like you can still like essentially call them shit without them being shit. It's awesome. (laughs) So I'm hoping they can ride out two for as long as possible. So I can say like this team is so UConn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Where does Nova finish? Gun into your head? Top ten. Dude, I don't like them. Uh, really? I, I I honestly don't. I don't know if there's a path for them to be a half a top half Big East team. And no NCAA tournament then. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna get the preferential treatment because they're Nova and they played with that Whitmore and Justin Moore. Like they'll get it. They'll probably end up like sneaking in with like a first four game. But like their guard play is so bad, like yeah. I, I don't think getting Cam Whitmore back really even makes. I mean, obviously moves the needle. He's a top ten pick, but like they're gonna play St. John's and they're gonna be like, oh, how do we get the ball grip a past half court? Like <laughs> they play with like four forwards. Archie Diakonos just- is their point guard, but he literally like has the ball handling ability of you. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's not good. It's not good. Let's see. So obviously, it's a Georgetown Slander podcast, but can we for one second just appreciate Marquette for going out of conference, getting big wins, and then every conference season just shitting the bet? I love the model. Dude, love it. I love the model. Like, they're the anti Providence. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> Literally. But it's great, though, because now that Willard's gone, like, someone has to be like the fall guy, the biggie, like, that's going to like just shit their pants. Yeah. And that's is Smart. Absolutely. We're great um, for the great shit. Or do you think they do Marquette things this year? No, nah, they're gonna do Marquette things. I think Marquette things. One million percent Marquette things, which is just spread out all those quality wins across the league. I mean, they're a real home, real home. Oh, day, they got yep. they got about another couple of good weeks in them, and then they'll just fall apart.
1: <laughs> you really want to play beautiful that video. concept? And like, the, and they're such like a boring team. Like, I hate watching them play basketball, but I love the fact they just stay toward the top of the net rankings because they have some great wins in November. Which is when champions are made.
0: They trounced Baylor. And they're going to turn around. I bet you in February they're going to lose by 25 to us. Like, just get absolutely trounced. I love it. Love those guys. So, all right. This is one. We were talking about this a little bit. St. John's legit. Yeah, you're I mean, I want to buy it just because, like, watching them, like, it kind of seems like it's a finally a Mike Anderson team. Like, I mean, like, they're pretty good. They just can't shoot. It's like if you catch them on a game where, like, they can somehow shoot it, like – you're kind of fucked because, like, they have a good big now. They have good guard play. Like, they're sneaky. Like, I don't think that they're that good. But, like, I think, like, when it comes down to it, like, you're looking at the the top four um, being Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, and UConn. For that last and fifth spot, like, being a top half would be Villanova and Johns. And I'm
1: yeah. probably going to take Johns. Wow.
0: I, I think I agree, honestly. All right, Andy, passing the ball to you, my man.
1: With St. John's, I mean, as far as us, I mean, it's definitely gonna gonna be another year of a bad matchup because I mean, Sully Boone's been a solid point guard, but I mean, our backup point guard is Desmond Claude, who kind of has a turnover problem right now, and that's just gonna feed right in feed right into them. Yeah, but so I mean, but as long as we, I mean, they don't shoot the ball well, so that kind of feeds right into our strengths because we don't defend the three very well, so we can still play good, play mediocre three point defense and still have a chance to make a stop. So that's that's kind of my opinion on St. John's. Like they actually, typically, they feed right into our weaknesses. This year, they might feed into more into our strengths.
0: Yeah, just literally play two three. That was probably yeah. one of the top five biggest college basketball surprises of the year. St. John's beating the two three zone. <laughs> I didn't know they a more iconic rivalry. Yeah, <laughs> all time battle. All right, we got to ask you, what do you think about the Muskies? I mean, I like them, dude. I, I legitimately think that they're going to be a problem in the tournament. They just need to literally figure out how to fucking stop anybody.
1: Literally. <laughs> we gave up like 90 points of Georgetown. Yeah, Jesus that's not good. Christ.
0: That's not good. Not like, ideal. I, I mean, it, it'll definitely happen at some point. Like, It's, too, it's still too early to really say, like, okay, this team's going to be completely deficient defensively for the entire year. Like, it's literally the third week in December. Like, There's still three months until games really matter. I just think Sean needs to start instituting that lack of defense tax. Like, all right, boys, and I owe money. It's getting serious now. I'm gonna hit yeah. you where it hurts. In- instead of, <laughs> the, the, of bag defense jar, the defense tax, defense jar. <laughs> I can totally see it, bro. All right, pay up, bitches. Let's go, dude. I love him. He's so like he's so fucking funny. Just to like watch him like on the sideline, like oh. who what who, what was it? What game was it the other day? Like he was like chirping like an official, and then he literally like, the camera cut them, and then he was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do I know exactly what you're talking about. Was he like on the floor or something like that? Like he was like laying down or some shit? The other day he was like laying down talking to the refs. It was wild. I don't know. I've I, I, think I watched like so really many of their games from the PK, but like it was maybe it was one of those, I don't remember when it was, but like <laughs> he's just like such a character, dude. He's not even sweaty yet. Dude, he's so good for the big east.
1: Well, they up the air conditioning at the CentOS Center. What? They upped the air conditioning at the CentOS Center.
0: Oh, that's a that's a great move. But I'll tell you what, bad for the brand though. You gotta give that thing like as like 95. Get everyone in there sweating. That's what I'm saying. And that way, you know, especially for the Providence game, you gotta give it back. That'd yes. be so funny, dude. If there was yes, some yes. moisture on the floor for that game, that would be so funny. That'd be the best troll <laughs> in the history of the big east. It's like we we couldn't beat Providence last year because of wetness, we got the wettest boy in the league to so fucking fuck with him. We got the wettest boy. We got what now? Yeah. Sometimes your athletic department needs a wake-up call. They said, you know what? We're going to be Providence this year. We're getting a sweaty point. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Fucking Providence, dude. I think that this is their year to fall back to earth. I really fucking do. And I, I fucking can't stand those motherfuckers. No, nah, I mean, they'll, they'll fall back. But if, if that Hopkins kid stays, dude, they're going to be so good next year. He's a fucking problem. He's a monster. He's different. Different, different kind of athlete. Like, up on the biggies, like, athlete scale for sure. One of my buddies sent me this text today, and he goes, can you answer me this and just do me a favor? He goes, why the fuck was Cal playing Jacob Toppin over Bryce Hopkins? And I honestly was like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't even know how to defend him like that. Like, how do you, like, say, like, oh, I'm going to play this kid over the fucking physical freak? makes no sense, dude. Cal's I, a mess.
1: Cal, Cal literally just goes, okay, you're the name I brought in here. I have to play you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Your brother was a bottle pick. What are you thinking about this UK shit? What do you mean? Like, dude, like, do you think the Cal fire shit is excessive? Because I personally do. I mean, obviously it's a different program, but like those fans legit want him fucking gone.
1: I mean, he sounds ridiculous to us, but he's really
0: not like that good of like a coach. No,
1: Uh, he he's finally starting to like move away from the solely one and done. Uh, model like he's bringing in some, he's bringing in some veteran guys. He's using the transfer portal pretty well, but he still has the model. Okay, these guys have never played together, so they're gonna look like shit until about January. So until he gets away from that, it's going to be a long struggle. Because once you get to March, his guys are still only play together for two, three months, and they're going up against teams that have the model kind of like that are that are adapting the. Two, three, four-year player guys, um, yeah, and like, so fill the guy, fill the roster with those types of guys that know each other. They they have that chemistry. They may not be those not lottery picks, but they college their college basketball teams they played they play good technical basketball and they play together. Cal seems never know how to do that. It's a crapshoot whether they get that way until um, when March comes around.
0: Yeah, plus team people- good. Let's say plus two. Um, I forgot where I heard this, but apparently, like, talking about the NIL thing, like, he's got some NIL issues. Like, that article that came out uh, a couple weeks ago about like the players chasing the X dollars instead of the guaranteed dollars yeah. was one of the players' referenced was a Kentucky player. So, like, if Cal's not on top of his shit with that, like, what is he good for? That's Why? all he does. Like, he's he's the bad man <laughs> at a bag man at a highest level. Yeah, you would figure he'd be like the king of the bag man. Like, this should, yeah. this should be his prime. Like, this should be like. Cal takes off type shit. Yeah. I just hope that they're the only team in America that I want Louisville to be.
1: That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: God. I really wanted Louisville to go over. That would have been so funny. God, me too.
1: And especially, like, I mean, I, I, lo- I love Western Kentucky. I nearly went there. And the fact that they ruined the Louisville running the table, it just makes me so mad. Louisville low-key played decent. And then they
0: almost turned around and lost a Florida a and yeah. So what do you crack. call it? If you so if you if you win out, you run the table. But if you lose out, what's what's the word for that? Is that like
1: still running the table? S- 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 S-
0: flipping the table? <laughs> I, I <feel> go <laughs> flip I like flipping the table, yeah. You bills Mafia at the table. Uh, jump,
1: jump, jumping through the table.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Bad day to be. The <laughs> Insert verb here, honestly. Just pick one. <laughs> Blank the
1: table. Stroking the table.
0: Not yeah. a good time to sell tables in Louisville, that's for damn sure. God, dude, Mac just left that bitch fucking bare, bro. They, dude, they have a guy getting minutes to was a walk on at Xavier last year,
1: the third best walk on. Oh, uh, masterpiece kid,
0: right? Yeah, kid, yeah, <laughs> yeah Hitting, dude,
1: getting legit runs. Good for him. <laughs> hey, good he just really it. developed over the off season. Yeah, yeah. Louisville's yeah, no Kenny,
0: Payne, Kenny Payne's, um, what do you call it? Uh, development is just next level. <laughs> he's taking walk-ons and making them look like walk-ons. <laughs> when, when do they have to fire him? When that did they have to the fire so him? Dude, thank God he didn't go to DePaul. Oh my god. Russia's be been bad. impressed at some point, but thank God they got stubs and not that fucking loser. Oh, he's hair. He's horrible. He's so bad, dude. Uh, you imagine. I, how I will we-
1: say Kenny Payne would he would do a terrible job of setting up Dave Blade at 3.0.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what that's what this all is about, man. Yeah, so He's gonna he's back.
1: gonna get some excitement. He's gonna get these guys to play hard and, and create a fun brand of basketball, and possibly get some uh, high level recruits. And then Dave Lato is gonna come back and really get that shit rolling.
0: If there's like anything that like, if you ask me, like, hey, like, would you rather see Seton Hall win a national championship or Dave Lato go back to DePaul? <laughs> I want to see Dave Lato go back to DePaul. <laughs> you had your <laughs> mind in the right spot. Because a national championship run lasts about a month. Dave Leto at DePaul would last you another three years, at least.
1: <laughs> We're all about longevity here.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, come on. That's, that's that's just an obvious answer.
1: You can go for like the quick delight I mean, or the lifetime of happiness.
0: So I would you rather have a Xavier final four a Xavier final four or four years of Dave Leto at
1: DePaul? I mean, I've already seen a Xavier National Championship, so I would love to see Dave Leto at DePaul. Cap.
0: I mean, easy money. It's DePaul all day. Come on. You you really wanted to say Final Four. That's why <laughs> like, you were like, don't ask me, dude. Don't ask me. But then you're like, for the brand, I have to go at DePaul. You have to. You have to. Christmas Day DePaul. I mean, it's just, that's what it's all about. <laughs> It's gonna be so funny, like when you're like at your like family's house, like watching like you know, football, and you're like, no, 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 fuck that dude. You're watching the Paul, dude. Tony Stubblefield's on. Imagine Stubbs. he's mic'd up for that game, too. That's the mic'd up game, and it's Tony Stubblefield. Is that the one? No, nah, there's no way they would never oh, let Nack have God. a hot mic, but yeah, it's so good though. Stubbs and them boys. I wouldn't see David Jones come back so bad, but he would in first team all big east at the Paul. He's a bucket. I I always forget. We we literally just talked about St. John's. And David Jones didn't even register in my brain at being there. Yeah, super weird seeing like him there and like a cook a cook at Georgetown. Really, yeah. Georgetown's low key talented too, dude. So they they actually have some guys. They got some dudes. I think yeah. it's kind of funny though that like Ewing was like, "I'm rolling with Primo Spears," and then Dante yeah. Harris transfers to UVA. Facts like that's just that's bad management. Not great. Not great.
1: Yeah, dude, that's and an absolute Do we expect anything, anything less than bad management from Patrick Ewing?
0: Listen, he has more biggies championships than Travis Steele does. All right. Xavier ever. More all time than Xavier Ever. Let that sink in. Xavier is better than that. It, it just like hurts because
1: here's the thing <laughs> there's nothing more defining of a program than three games. Three game Absolutely. run. <laughs> there's nothing more defining. Andy, Absolutely. you don't get it. You don't get the conference, Andy.
0: Is, yeah. this, is this the year a Midwest team finally wins the biggest tournament? Could <laughs> so be. It's gonna be UConn. I don't want
1: to say it. I think it's gonna be UConn. It's gonna yeah. suck. Yeah, that's 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 one of those other things. I don't want to like, root for UConn's, a, UConn's, a ter- UConn's a terrible matchup for us, and I think we're the oh second or third best team in the Big East. And right. I personally think we there's a chance that we lose both games by twelve plus.
0: Do the true Northeasterners hate on us Midwesterners? definitely feels like there's a vibe i don't know man i, I feel like the problem is like the true northeasterners like yukon people are not true northeasterners like they're like part of their own country like they're like part of Pretoria. like connecticut is, yeah yeah it's it's not like part of new england like it's like i don't i don't even know how to describe it it's the worst state by far in new england and the people are just complete full on weirdos But, like, they have, like, pride in their weirdness because everyone else just looks at them like a piece of shit. So, like, they need to prove themselves. They basically have little brother
1: syndrome for every other state
0: in the Northeast.
1: Which is kind of wild to to even think, like, they have little brother syndrome for everybody else and then Providence has little brother syndrome for them.
0: Like when you think about it, like like you see like the way they act, you're know, like, man, like you did not get enough love as a child. Like your big brother just beat the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? Like you need to prove yourself at every instance. Like that's little brother syndrome. Like they de-
1: there's they one interaction. De- it's like um, we were we're all like we were all hating on Duke, and then all of a sudden a UConn fan just like attacked Xavier. Like oh, we're we're fighting this battle together against Duke. Why why are you just like sitting here talking about national championships to us? especially if they are coming off of one.
0: They just don't yeah. pass the vibe. Like, every other, like, north, Northeasterner just seems like, chill, motherfucker, you want to get drunk with, like, just shoot the shit with, go socks like, that, just, like, that fun, of <laughs> vibe. And Yukon just strikes <laughs> me as just, like, the, just the overly, like, classy, throws-it-in-your-face, like, pompous asshole vibe. Yeah, yeah like, UConn I think fans- all know which Twitter account that is. Yukon fans like the kind of people that will be, like, They root for UConn sports, but they're also uh, Yankees fans, Celtics fans, and Patriots fans. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they just rarely root for the Yankees, though. They have all the Russians, but the Yankees. Like, okay. Worst kind of people on the planet. Yeah. If you skip bio, it says Lakers, Cowboys. Like, you're the worst kind of human on the planet. Yeah. Top five. Eat eat shit. (laughs) A big bag of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bring that video up for the game tomorrow (laughs) everyone who knows the score can eat shit Capex can eat shit a big bag of shit (laughs) it's made out of glitter man (laughs) so when you post this tomorrow on on the Roblox Twitter I'm going to quote it with that
1: video (laughs) (laughs) please do
0: oh it's fucking classic dude that's an all timer First team, all underrated movie. Oh, great movie. Underrated first team, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch it again? again. Oh, dude. I was literally about to turn it on, like, right now.
1: And, I mean, you're also giving trying to give me a lot of credit here for remembering to post that we, that we recorded a podcast. The last one I, I think I posted around, like, 6 o'clock in the evening because I forgot. <laughs> I didn't think it was going up. Yeah, all so, right. So, It'll we work.
0: recorded a podcast, I think, on Tuesday night, right?
1: It was Tuesday night, but
0: oh, no, it was Wednesday. Friday.
1: Wednesday night, Wednesday night. We act like it was okay, Tuesday night because we were predicting whether Sean Miller was going to get suspended or not, and then we, no, we recorded right. on Wednesday night after the results came out.
0: He released the podcasting at ten in the morning and then tweeted it at like five. <laughs> dude, guy's a pro. Guy's a pro. <laughs> on brand, My boy, dude. My boy. What do you think about this Sean shit? Did you think he deserved games? What What's the thought process? I mean, I just think it's kind of funny that like, um, Mike Boynton got absolutely fucked up Oklahoma State for it. Like, literally killed his program. He was rolling it. It literally has not been able to recuperate, and yep. Sean just gets nothing. But I mean, like, it that's what it should be. Like, he's getting in trouble for shit that doesn't matter anymore.
1: Like, yeah, it's like, it. yeah. all that shit's legal now, and it and it does not. Af- and the people that he's coaching now were not involved in the slightest. Yeah, no one on his so- staff or any of the players were involved.
0: Is this, like, is this, like, something where it's, like, you're cleared, like, you, you can't get tried twice for it? Is that, like, what this ruling is? Because, like, if so, he's just come out and say, like, yeah, like, I knew about this shit. <laughs> I hope so. God, just what a win for Xavier, though, for, like, these archaic rules to be in place. So good for us as a program. We stood a one-for-one swap with Travis Steele. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see how, like, Xavier could get punished for Like, okay, yeah, you want to give Miller, like, the rest of the season? Okay, yeah, I guess, sure. But like it and wouldn't have, like that, really like impacted like you really. At this point, it's already done. And even if you did get that, it's still, in my opinion, a no brainer. Like to have Sean oh, Miller, easily, like probably a top fifteen, top twenty coach in college basketball easily. Oh yeah, And one of the yes. best recruiters in basketball yeah, too. Yeah. Ver- versus
1: the guy that like so when if when we had Travis Steele, we could only like hope that he becomes Sean Miller. In a best case scenario. Like that's that's it, like that that's the long term goal is to become mm-hmm. Sean Miller. In a best-case
0: scenario in, like, 17 different alternate universes, <laughs> in all of their best-case scenarios, he became, like, Wes Miller. <laughs> in the Travis Steeler verse, there are tons of different Travis Steels, And I don't know which one he goes into fucking Sean Miller. Yeah, unreal. And big for the league, too. I mean, now you've got another big-name coach in the league. I think it's, it's good for everybody, especially us. Bro, it's great. Like, we – the only thing this league needs is more guys going pros to, like, the, the league. Like, we don't have them. Like, we have, like, good dudes. Like, Colby's a great, like, college basketball player, but he's not going to be a dude in the NBA. Like, okay. Sean's going to get dudes. Like, UConn's going to get dudes. Like, so now yeah. you got another school that's going to get dudes. Like, that's huge.
1: We already did get it when I mean, you said he's he's got to get dudes. He already got a dude. We got a commitment from DeAndre Ayton's one-year-old son.
0: <laughs> Big Big dude belly. he's already he's already like four foot two he's huge for his <laughs> I mean he announced it in his commencement speech so I'm here for it but you're right let's though. Go. I mean he's been great I mean let's let's do a quick little deep dive on how the Big East has done since it's since it became what it, what it is now in 2013 I think it's been really good But like you said we haven't really produced like top-end talent that's like the only thing you can really say Yeah, that's kind of, I feel like, why we always kind of flop in March. Like, you look at, like, the teams that do good, like the Novas, like, they always have, like, a pro. Like, they have, like, one or two pros. Like, so, like, we could have, like, really good teams. But, like, if you don't have a pro, you don't really have, like, a chance to, like, really do damage. It's, like, like, really important to have one
1: or two.
0: Yeah. Like, you start getting pros in a league, like, you're turning out, like, consistently, like, three to five guys in the league every year. Like, your league's going to another level at that point. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I've heard the math where I think the average Final Four team has like 1.8 guys that are playing in the NBA next year. Like you need dudes, yeah. even even like dudes that like can Sweet 16 teams. Like obviously you can have your one offs. Um yeah. you can play a 12 and a 13 seed, but like you can you still need to have like really good dudes. Yeah, like not just college guys. Yeah, no question, and it's gonna be interesting to see. I think that. Uh, that's another thing for Xavier, too. Like a, a big Xavier thing is like, we've never gotten like a legit five star. We've gotten like a 29th recruit in the country, you know, a high end four stars, whatever. We've never gotten like a legit five star. It'll be interesting to see if Sean's able to do that here. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. You know, I it's coming. Better get us now. <laughs> 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 and, and I just really I, hope that he's like going to hang around and not like just want to dip out for a bigger job. Like he's just kind of doing this to like kind of. Yeah. Recuperate his image, like back into like college basketball, like you know, like help, like look. I went to rehab, kind of thing. Like I hope, it, like he's like in here to stay <laughs> because, like, he is so good for the league. Like even if it means that, like if Xavier becomes like a staple top three team in the league, who cares? Like you need those teams because those are national relevant teams, and then everyone else is going to have their one off years where they're really good, but not. Yeah. But you need to have those staples because like you look at like that's like the big thing. Like everyone's like talking about like Providence this year. Like, oh, like they did it in 2020 where they ran a the table. I was like, yeah, bro. We had like six ranked teams in the league. It was nasty. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't have that. Like they need to like do something different in order to like get to that status. But like that's the thing. Like you got like Xavier and UConn being good. That's another thing, too. If UConn leaves, Dave Benedict will honestly have his house set on fire. There's no way, right? Like, UConn's here. They they took such a hey. financial investment to come to the Big East. I feel like they're probably here long-term. I don't know why they would leave. I mean, if they leave, like, they're just corny at this point. Yeah, like They basically they're... jump
1: through hoops in order to get back into here.
0: Right. Like, I almost, like, hope their football team is just trash. Like, the <laughs> more experiment fails. Like, so they'd be like, okay, like, we're a basketball school. Like, let's stop this bullshit with football. Like, Yeah.
1: Basically, they, basketball their school. basketball school, then they had a fun year and their football team went, a, went to a bowl game. Like, that's that's peak. Like They have the number two basketball uh, team in the country at the moment, and their football team won six games. Cool. So they stick to that plan. That's all they need. Stay in the Big East.
0: We did not forget about women's basketball. oh, <laughs> They get really my, offended if you think about women's basketball. My bad, Meg Bard. My bad, dog. My bad. We're, we're all thinking. <laughs> We were all thinking it. I just didn't want to say it. That was the most ridiculous. That was so ridiculous. I, I'm not even gonna get to it. That was just absolutely fucking. Ridiculous. It gets it gets wild over there. Yeah. yeah when they get uh, up in arms, they get up in fucking arms.
1: I hate like they, they start talking about like um. I saw someone say they bought tickets to the Yukon Xavier game, right? and and they said it was on a day that was not New Year's Eve. And I'm like, wait a minute. We play We play at noon on New Year's Eve. Why? What, what game are you talking about? Oh, I forgot. We have a women's team. I I want to talk about this, but I don't want to talk about this. I'm just going to say like this.
0: This is how we're going to end it, right? We're going to say like this. It's smart not to talk about it. I've got a, I've got a burner. We've got a college basketball burner. You have a college basketball burner. We do. 95% of people that are in Twitter have a college basketball burner. They made them talk about the men's basketball teams. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Fuck it. Like, we do what we want around here. Like, <laughs> let's just, let's be authentic. Like we ain't pussy. Like I'm not hating on anyone. Like it, it's not sexism, but like men's basketball for almost all of these schools pays for your, your entire athletic form. Absolutely. Like, just, it's a higher quality product. And, and I'm not here to hate on women's basketball. That's not what I'm about. Like I support, I support women's basketball. I love women's basketball. You know what I mean? Like go for it. Do your thing. But it, I'd be lying if I said I'm entertained sitting down and watching a 40-minute women's basketball game. That, that'd be a fucking lie, just being honest. Like, I'll mix it in. Like, if there's, like, a, yeah. uh, you know, a like top three game, which you get sometimes, like, I'll, I'll sit and I'll watch, you know, a couple minutes of it. If I do you know, like, let's run it. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're, they're, like, some of the girls in UConn, like, they're nasty. Like, you know, like, they're kind of fun to watch. Like, but, like, I I've literally sat through a 45 to 43 final game, and I was riveted from start to finish. I could not do that in a women's basketball game. It, it, it's just not the same sport, and it's just not. It's not the same game. What uh, Paul the, men's, the men's the men's teams Biola's are game.
1: what made us fall in love with these universities, and and in these programs like that's that's what got us into like who we root for today now. In the t- Good. There, there are some pretty like, and Xavier even like they, they had some pretty damn good uh, women's back in the day, like Amber Harris, Definitely special, Jennings. um, like, so, uh, Special Jennings, fucking incredible,
0: special, yeah, uh,
1: you can do and it. Then then I, kind of the, the, the UConn, think. like their offense is a work of art. UConn's women's basketball team, like they, they run an absolute flawless system, and they're doing it without the best player in the fucking country, who's just an absolute electric factory. I, mm-hmm. I truly, I do enjoy watching their team play, but am I going to watch UConn women play Stanford women, or am I going to watch Siena play Western Kentucky? Seattle, Probably Siena, Western Kentucky.
0: Got to tell mm-hmm. a very quick story. In the 2000s, wrong,
1: but... and...
0: <laughs> Men's and women's basketball was pretty good. Like Xavier Xavier men's was like, I think we had our Elite Eight run and then we wanted to switch to and then women's, women's basketball is up. I think in one year we were playing Stanford in the Elite Eight. And I was like, fuck it, I'll turn this shit on. I checked the score. It's like we're, you know, it's like we're up like five, six, or seven with like five minutes left to go to the Final Four. I am like, hey, let's fucking go. Xavier, Final Four. And, and Xavier, it's like a tied game or whatever, and we had the chance to win. We're either down one or it's tied. And Xavier gets like a wide open layup with like six seconds left. Just absolutely hits the bottom of the, of the fucking rim, wide open, wide open breakaway layup yeah. off the bottom, and I'm just like, this is in the elite eight, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, just what the fuck was that? And then Stanford went like, I'm just like, what? Like, it's just that that's an easy dunk for like, it's just just not the same game, not the same sport. Uh, and I'm not trying to hate on anybody, I'm just calling it like I see it. And furthermore, it's, it's like. Honestly, how many teams at Xavier do you care about, men or women, outside of the basketball team?
1: Not a one. I not a one. I, I I watch like I watch the Big East tournament of baseball. I it's just because love I love baseball. I want them to do well. I want our women's basketball team to do well. I want our golf team to do well. Am I going to schedule my day around these? Probably not. I hope you yeah, are for them.
0: Yeah, like, but I'm like, dude, life is busy. Like you can only follow so much shit. You think I'm, I can follow thirty five women's basketball games like? That that's just like my time's not you know like come on like that's yeah, beyond. Man. yeah no one hundred percent like like yeah like your baseball team golf team whatever yeah. uh, women's basketball team they win the big east like yeah you give them a shout out like you know like yeah, they deserve hey yeah. it it's a hell but of an accomplishment time, like I'm 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 on this website <laughs> to talk about the men's basketball team that's really at the end of the day all I care about and that's just
1: man, I'm a one-dimensional guy here.
0: And it's it's not even it's just it's the highest quality product it's the highest quality sporting product by a mile and this is a sport that we love at the highest level you know what I'm saying like I don't I just don't think you're wrong for liking what you like is all I'm saying. Your sounds a little off, my
1: guy. JP, we can't hear you at all.
0: So, did I lo- Did I did I mute again? Did I do the mute again? Good all good now. Oh, uh, I was getting flashbacks to the TCU night.
1: Uh, I, I think you went underwater <laughs> for a little bit.
0: Uh, I might have to say another thing, but I was just saying, like, how much time these people have on their hands that they're an expert in men's basketball, women's right. basketball, football, baseball, hockey. Ridiculous. Lacrosse, like following the world. Seriously. Cup? Like, bro, literally. I feel the same way. What what do you have what do you do all day? What do you do all day? <laughs> like honestly. I don't, I don't get it, bro. We have to fucking work. Oh my I god. I don't get it, dude. I don't fucking get it. I must be chill though. Like, you think <laughs> like dude, I'm just, not like... even I'm not hating. Good for you, is all I'm saying. What do you think it would be like to just, like, invest, like, literally, like, the point of your life was to follow Xavier Athletics. And, like, if Xavier had a great year, you had a great year. If Xavier had a bad year, you had a bad year. Like, you could buy, like, stock in, like, an athletic program. Yeah, right? Like, like, It's like like the Packers where, like, you're a fan and, like, you're a taxpayer. So, like, you own a share of it. Facts. (laughs) I love it. You got, like, a card. Now, JP, now, we say that. Xavier is getting Pioneer League football 2000 in question mark. I'm probably going to that. shit. I'm gonna be a a sticker.
1: We're gonna be playing like Holy Cross and shit.
0: What is what is Pioneer? Is it is that is that like non
1: scholarship FCS football? Yes,
0: it's below like what UConn plays in. It's like the the level below that.
1: Yeah, it's honestly like it's I, I call it two levels below it because then you have you have FBS, which is what UConn is in, then FCS, which yeah, I mean, like like Villanova in small, small North Dakota State, and then you have the Pioneer League, which is like kind <laughs> of in there. Like it's basically The Pioneer League is like the Atlantic Sun of
0: nice. football. Nice. Okay. Okay. Big good, good comparison. comparison. Non scholarship though, huh? That's so basically they're, just like, they're basically just like a fancy word for a Division three program.
1: I mean, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, Dayton jumped up from Division Three to the Pioneer League. So yeah, lateral move. So they're
0: they're like a a fancy division three team, basically. Yeah, so that's cool though. I mean you still get to watch some football. Like
1: yeah, you get to drink beer and it'll
0: be the biggest shit show you could possibly do on a Saturday before college (laughs) basketball season starts. Like exactly. Yeah. Tailgate like a motherfucker. Dude. Andy, we're gonna get a lot of free drinks, and I'm excited for that. I just never thought I'd see a Xavier football helmet in real life, and I'm excited for that. Not in a Matthew McConaughey movie? <laughs> Not in the Matthew McConaughey movie. Andy and I are talking about like having a movie theater and like just renting out one of the theaters for the night and just having them play We Are Marshall and going in savior gear and acting like it's game day and shit. And inviting in all am tailgating the parking lot pants just like tailgate outside the movie theater, going and root against Marshall. So it'll be live fuck. You need to like you need to like recruit like some like students that like have plenty of time in their hands to make like a we are marshall. <laughs> but do it for, like, the return of Xavier football. Yes. Like, so, like, instead of, like, Marshall beating Xavier, it's you beating Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> also the ending. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Oh, shit. But, like, instead of, like, the actual football coach, like, that you know that scene, like, when Matt McConaughey's, like, outside, like, people are, like, walking by his house to go to, like, the stadium. Instead of the football coach, it's Sean Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, non-scholarship, but you get some fucking bags, boys. Yeah. (laughs) They're fully supported by the basketball program. That movie would fuck. That That movie movie would fuck hard. That would be so fucking funny, dude. I'm telling you, you need to recruit, like, some, like, students to do that because that would be so fucking funny. Dude, For we're going to have to talk ideas. I think... Andy, how far away from uh, are we from actual football? Like two years probably?
1: Uh, probably two to three years, yeah. We got to build that big old stadium. Yeah, we got to tear down that Dollar General
0: and build a football stadium. <laughs> <laughs> They're tearing down a Dollar General and build a fucking stadium.
1: We're, we're building the Coliseum 2.0. <laughs> That's unreal, dude. God. It would have been funny if they just like kept the Dollar Tree but
0: like made it like, an, like a dome. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the dollar, the dollar Tree dome. <laughs> like the entrance is like a dollar tree and then you walk into the stadium yeah yeah do you guys you guys play on a full football field there's like arena league at pioneer league <laughs> uh, dude I, i'm so excited to take the football it's gonna be fucking wild yo dude that'd actually be like a, such a great idea college arena football <laughs> every time <laughs> the biggie should do it man that would be so sick <laughs> except <you laughs> play with no pads oh fuck You just wear helmets but no pads. I'm here for
1: it. Helmets and a cup?
0: (laughs) No, no cups. No cups. (laughs) Fuck cups. Real men don't play with cups. You got to put the jimmies on the line, buddy. Yeah. No pain, no gain. None. None. JP, who's your favorite current follow right now? Oh, my God. Tough (sighs) question. Other than yourself, because I know that's probably the obvious question.
1: Do you follow yourself, JP?
0: If I would, if I could, I would. Man is tweeting absolute chronic shit. Uh, I'll tell you what, I made like thirty six burners just to follow myself, just so I could <laughs> see my tweets from someone else's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but that bird's eye. I think uh, honestly, like if I sat here and I thought about it, just because there's, it, it's kind of hard to, like we're we're talking just like, like a full range of things from self owns to owning everyone else to yep. like just like all, the whole like full scope package. It's got to be Blue Demon to Chen. It's got to be. That's it's it. That's be. that's the number one. one. This tweet today made me laugh. Like, I was audibly giggling. Did you see yeah. that video? Oh, my God. The Grinch, the, the How to Falls Tool Christmas? Where did he put the Budweiser thing on? I honestly, oh. I, I had to put my phone down, and I got up. And I was laughing so hard. We need a, a BDD, JP, Xavier gang. fucking fest. I so, was thinking that one one of these years we're just gonna we should all go to DePaul for a game, whether it's C Hall oh. it doesn't fucking matter. But like okay, well let's really... go to, let's go to
1: DePaul Providence. No, no,
0: no, no, no DePaul no, Georgetown? Uh, DePaul Georgetown. DePaul, Georgetown. Now that now we're talking, dude. Now yes, we're talking because everyone. There, there would be no one there. We would be the loudest pricks. We would definitely get on TV. And BDD would absolutely show us a great time, too. No doubt about that. But, like... And we can get tickets for, like, six bucks. If that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, third-row seats for, like, $6. Like, that would be an absolute blast, dude. Five bucks would be the fees on fucking Ticketmaster. Pretty much. You're going to buy them at the door. It's cheaper. God, that'd be a fucking blast. Dude, that'd be a great time. That would... That's honestly... That's that's everything you, you wish. And that's the biggest H-bet move right there. Fuck going to, like, Madison Square Garden. Fuck going to, like, a UConn game. We want to go to fucking Chicago, WinTrust against fucking Georgetown. That's what we fucking Dude. do. Absolutely. Like, it's way more fun, like, when you, like, go to, like, that environment than when you're going to, like – I mean, like – Like, MSG is, like, cool, like, for, like, Biggest tournament. But, like, on Wednesday night, like, it's it's – You know, like it seems like you kinda get the vibe of like it's dead, but like it's still like not like it's just it's just not what I'm looking for. Like I'm going for pure shithousery.
1: (laughs) So that's actually DePaul's next home game. (laughs) Right now? DePaul, Georgetown? DePaul, Georgetown. Let's see. If you get if you go for three tickets, you can get the cheat you can get a ticket for seven dollars.
0: Oh my god. Seven bucks Friday, for a Friday. ticket and a hot dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By those of the concession stands. No, but what if? Well, but that doesn't. That dogs, also yeah, doesn't dude. say if you're a Chicago resident.
0: Uh, dude, I was oh. the same thing, bro. How funny has it been seeing Georgetown give away free tickets and then sell like maybe 500 tickets? I mean, That's I like, almost want to say like I feel bad for them, but like I don't. Fuck, fuck them. They need like, a big back of shit.
1: <laughs> they, <laughs> they dug this hole themselves. Back. Like, the, mm. the signs were clearly there that they needed to move on. And then they decided to extend them because of three games.
0: Yeah. All right. Here's a here, segment right here, the just complete Georgetown ship fest. We're just going to absolutely shit on them. They deserve fucking nothing. Can we just say this? You oh, have yeah. everything in the world going for you. You have one of the best alumni bases of all of college basketball. You have to Kevin Matumbo, Allen Iverson, Alonzo Mourning. You have the Jordan brand shit. You have iconic shit around everything. You have money, everything, DC yeah. area, everything, and you shit the fucking bed. You had every advantage going for you. Fuck them. They deserve nothing. I hope they rot and piss. Absolutely.
1: There's one Not thing. Like there's this. one redeeming thing they can do, and that is hire Rick Pitino.
0: <laughs> they hire Fire Pitino, man. I don't even like want to see them like do that. Like, if there's any chance of them being good, I they don't deserve it. Like, they deserve oh. hell. They deserve hell.
1: They do, they do. I, I get that, but as far as like the whole biggie, that's the one thing they can do to make me respect them again. But it's I'm not, not saying I happen, want it, I I'm not saying that's what I'm rooting right. for, but that's the one like, thing I can do to make them to make me gain respect for Georgetown, and that is that is just go full on NIL d gent move away from the alumni shit show, bring in the sleaze ball. Well, if I know Georgetown, I think Ewing's got another three years left. Uh, they'll, they'll, inter- they'll interview, they'll, they'll move on from Patrick Ewing, interview Rick Petito, then hire Patrick Ewing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only if he brings Dave Lato with
1: him. <laughs> not the same thing.
0: That is a duo right there. Need Lato on the staff for sure. JP, honestly, bro, how long do you think Ewing's there? How much longer can this go on? Dude, He's going to have to resign, right? Like, they can't fire him. You can't fire him, though. Like, that's that's one thing you can't do. You can't fire him. Like, no matter what. Like, you cannot fire him. No. They're I don't know how much longer going to have to resign. And then I think someone said, too, that, like, Georgetown just can't afford to fire him, which is hysterical. Because, <laughs> like, the buyout well, money... Well, they, they only get 400...
1: Uh, they only sell 400 tickets a game. Like, that's definitely not enough for the buyout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet, like, if their, like, AD sent out, like, a memo to all of their, like, important donors and said, listen, I need $5 million um, to get rid of Patrick Ewing and hire a new coach. They'd have $5 million before the end of the day. Easy. Easy. Like, the amount of rich people that have gone to Georgetown or, like, basketball alumni that they have, like, they would get $5 million super
1: quick. All of a sudden, yeah. John Thompson the III- third sends five, five oh million dollars to Georgetown oh my,
3: yeah
0: I just want to see what's going on in Patrick Ewing said does he think he's the right guy for the job still I would just love to be inside his brain for five minutes and he's like you know what we're doing the right things around here I just want to see what he's thinking like does he think he's the right guy for the job or is he like ah, I'm just trying to keep my job it sucks dude I kind of get that vibe though like when you listen to him like like his quotes post game like he legitimately sounds that like He's doing like that. He's having this team get better. Like, he knows what he's doing. Like, how do you still have faith in your system, my dude? Yeah. Did you see that Jeff Goodman tweet? The last 25 high major teams they played, now 26. 20 0 and 26 against the last. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But rest in piss, Syracuse. Their last big East win was the big East championship. I know. How funny is that, huh? You win a big East championship and then go win. And that's it. That's it. We're what done. What the fuck? We dude. peaked. I sometimes get extra sad about that because I remember, like, that year, like, Seen all, had, all they had to do to make the tournament was beat Georgetown. And then Georgetown comes out of nowhere and plays electric basketball, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, they did it again against Nova in the final. And then they just played so poorly against Colorado. It was so upsetting. I just shat the bed. Classic Georgetown. Get our hopes up to fuck. Oh, my God. It was fuck- to the point. It was so funny. Like, that one week made us forget how bad they were. It was to the point where I was like, dude, I think Georgetown might actually beat Colorado. Like, <laughs> they have I
1: to have something here. I picked him yeah. on
0: my bracket like a jackass. I think everyone did. I mean, obviously, I you had the so much bias, hope but... in these Big East teams. It, dude, I'm so sick of it. Can we just have one good march, please? Like, I always pick a Big team to win at least one game, and I'm just getting fucked. My bracket. I, mean,
1: I think one coming, year, like, man. it was Dougie McBuckets, la- like, last oh. year. They were a three seed. I had them in the final four, and they just oh. completely shit the bed. Horrible. Completely. It's so bad.
0: It's coming, man. We're, we're going to be, like, super strong, like, I don't know yeah. if, like how recent it's gonna be, like obviously like you know you're gonna have the Xavier's and UConn's. They're gonna always be staples because of who the guys have at the top, the coaches, and their fucking money in UConn's case. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, Back. I mean Shaka's like he's such a fucking loser. I hate him so much, but like he's always gonna have a respectable team. Like they'll be they'll be good. They'll have some years where they're really good. Like Holloway will get it going. That's that's a fact. Brain's in great shape. Creighton's in great shape. They're not going anywhere. I mean, Providence is in a good spot with I- NIL, so they'll be hanging around for sure. The big question is Nova. I do, have you, the do you buy their future or sell their future? I'm selling it because I don't think that they're nearly, like, close to having an NIL plan. Yeah. That's huge. Like, when I, like when I look at, like, the exodus of Kevin Willard and Jay Wright, like, two guys that, like, basically, like, were – almost kind of like by the bookish kind of guys like dipping out of the league. Like Jay Wright, obviously different. Like they basically knew that they weren't going to be able to compete with this NIL shit. And they were like, yep. okay, like exactly. I, I need to, in Kevin Woods case, like I need to go somewhere where I can. And Jay Wright was like, I've done all I need to do in this <laughs> fucking sport. I have more money than I know what to do with. Like I'm done, you know? Cause like, look at, look at Nova. They get one recruit. He's a Canadian kid. You don't pay those kids. Yeah.
1: There's happy to be across the border.
0: Yeah. Only thing that's that country's right. good for is driving down Newark, New Jersey. That's right, baby. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all. That's right, people. baby. But yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're that'd be transition. so funny. It's a, honestly, I would say this is as tough a time to be in a coaching transition as any, because you re, you need to cement yourself as an NIL powerhouse, like now. Yeah. No. Absolutely. But I mean, it's it's also Villanova like it, they're they're in the same boat as like Seton Hall like it's not there right now but Villanova more so than Seton Hall because they have a better donor base and everything else and they also have a much prouder tradition of a program like too natural they're going to get it right it's yeah. just when is it going to happen it's going to be interesting to see if they're ever able to get back to like a perennial top ten team or if there's going to be like good you know what I mean I think it's like I, different levels of good I'm just interested to see what that's going to look like yeah I think they'll be like the good like. Like almost like the like uh, uh I don't know you really know like a good like comparison to use like for it like one of those teams that like constantly like is like on the top bubble on the right days. side of the bubble like they have some top twenty five yeah. years but like almost kind of like with Kevin Lord Seton Hall almost they were always respectable they were never really that good like they had a, they'll make in a good team I don't know if that's a good comparison someone I can really think of like I guess by Providence is in that boat too I could see them being like a perennial four five six seed in the NCAA tournament. I just don't think Kyle Neptune is that guy. I don't either, personally. I mean, but it's so early. And we look at all these young coaches like Neptune and Holloway and stuff. You can't define a coach in half a season. They, they've had half a fucking season. Not even. Not yeah. Not even half a year. So it's, it's, it's really really early. In 2025, it could be a whole different conversation. Yeah. And plus, too, like, you look at the new guys, like, there's there's a big East learning curve. You know what I mean? Like, these are two guys, too, that also didn't coach high major programs. Like, they're still navigating the waters of, like, how do I do this from, like, an operational standpoint to, like, actually coaching games. Like, we were talking about that Providence game. Ed Cooley just absolutely outclassed Sheen Holloway in the second half of that basketball yeah, game. Brutal. Like, just, just you know, the reality of it. Like, that's a 12-year vet. Like, so maybe Neptune could be that guy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And he does. I mean, he's he's driving an Indy song. Like, he's got a... uh He's driving an Nissan, bro. He's got it made to shade. It's not a bad vehicle to drive. Bro. I'll tell you what though. He looks like a Pathfinder kind of guy. I don't think he's a Maxima kind of guy. <laughs> <Gotta be>. Pathfinder. <laughs> Pathfinder. <laughs> Dude, Pathfinder. I don't even know her. But it is an interesting, an interesting place that we're in with the uh, the big yeast going forward. It's been a huge success and and I don't know why I always go back to this. It's just been awesome being in this fucking league. I mean, I, I was watching Xavier fucking clips from the nineties, bro, in the MPC. The A ten was a huge upgrade. They're like, I don't know if these guys can compete in the A ten. We fucking ran trained in the A ten. Good to be in this fucking league, man, and good to see where it is. I think it's been awesome, like, since it started. And since it you know, since we've been here in twenty thirteen. Um, what are your thoughts on where it's how it's been, how it's performed? Did it perform to your expectations, I guess is my question. I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought for sure when everybody left, it would just become like a mid-major league. I never in a million years thought that, like, the Creightons and Xaviers would step up and be, like, actual, like, contenders yeah. in the league, like, to be, like, like legitimate, like, prominent every year, like, staples of tournament teams, whatever. Well, not recently for Xavier, but, like, you know, the Mac years, they were really oh, we fucking were good. You know what I mean? But, like, they'll be back to that. Like, all the new teams, like, have done, like, so fucking well, like, coming into the league. Like, that was a that was a surprise um obviously you know baller had a couple of good years they'll they make be back with dad yeah like you know like it's just like the the where you're at in the big east like everyone has their coach the problem like you look at it, it's like okay how long is dad going to be a Butler? how long is sean going to be a Xavier? like that's like the only thing because it's like everyone has a guy that's gonna well sorry georgetown everyone important <laughs> really has has their guy like so keeping those dudes like would be paramount like i still think that the league has more room to grow it really fucking sucks that covid happened because that would have been like the year where it was like okay the east is fucking back we were low there was legit seven ranked teams six ranked teams like there was like good teams we would have made a couple of teams have good runs like you had the hottest team in the country in providence like you had three top 15 teams like it was like fucking nuts and then we get shut down because of stupid covid like that that really fucked us in a sense but I still okay. think like the ceiling is, is coming soon. Um with everyone, like because like I said, everybody's with their guy now. Like it's gonna be to the point where it's you know getting back to being really I don't it'll obviously never be OBE, OB, like that's that was special. Yeah. But I mean I'm not mad about that. Like I don't want OBE because like when you have the OBE, you have like your staples and then like if you were not one of those teams, you pretty much had a boring year every year. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, that much fun, like, being in the OBE when you had, like, a good season, one every six seasons. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, you were talking about good sex in interviews, but, like, it could not have been a good time to be Providence or Seton Hall or Boston College. Like, bro, like, what was, your be- what was your best memory or best season in the old Biggies? East? Um, that I was a fan of that in 2007 that I can recall off the top of my head was one of the funner teams that we had from those old Biggies days. And they made the tournament, and – no, I don't think that was the year that they won a game. I think they won, they lost the, the first round in that year. But, like, they had some, like, good – some good wins. Like, they beat West Virginia and West Virginia. That was, like, one of, like, the cooler games they had that year. But, like, most of the years, the highlight of my year was the Big East quarterfinal. You play USF or Providence or DePaul, and if you win that game, it was a successful season. That was most of the years of my, like, fandom growing up. And that's it's what total, I'm saying, bro. Like we talk fun, about Gonzaga, so now, let's just it. Did this, you guys get
1: bring... super hyped up for the South Florida game every year?
0: <laughs> I mean, like that was our Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: like you can go one and twenty six, but as long as that one game's uh, in South Florida, then you're all good. But it was but, like kind of cool because, like,
0: anytime you're in a big league, like you have like enough teams like around you that all suck too. Where like there's like some competition where it's like you want to be the top of the bottom, you know what I mean? With like, Rutgers, so like, year, huh? You had Rutgers, right? We had Rutgers, DePaul, uh, USF. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think right. like who else is really bad. Providence is always really bad. Basically, they were terrible back then. Yeah,
1: there's one. There was one
0: other team too. I'm blanking on right we're now. We're missing one shitty team. I'm going to look at it, but you can go ahead and talk. I'll, I'll bring it up in just a second. It wasn't Boston College, but they did something. But, like. Either. Even so, like, you look at those four, and it was like if you finished above those other three teams, like you had a good year. <laughs> and then you have and then you have your one-off year where like you finish in like the middle of the pack because you were never gonna, you know, get above Syracuse, Georgetown, Yukon, like all those fucking giants back then. They should have just created two different divisions, like like just have like Louisville, Syracuse, Connecticut, like all those guys in a the division, and then have just USF, fucking <laughs> St. John's, like all those motherfuckers in the division. Oh, there you go, St. John's. There's there's a team that was that was. So I found the I found the whole old Big East, quote unquote, like 2008 Big East: Cincinnati, Connecticut, DePaul, Georgetown, Louisville, Marquette, Notre Dame, Pitt, Providence, Rutgers, St. John's, Seton Hall, USF, Syracuse, Villanova, West Virginia. Villanova had some bad years too. They like they were middling at best. It's kind of annoying, like how like UConn fans like frame it, though. Basically, like when. That was happening. Like, Jay was still new. Like, yeah. And he was working in the old biggies, which, like, was a fucking challenge. Like, and then right. when he started to get his shit together, it just so happened that the league broke up. Exactly. Like, like I don't th- think dude, necessarily would have made a difference if the league no. stuck together or not. Like, it's a, he just dude, got his shit together. It's a like, different oh. legacy. If, if the old biggies stays together, Jay Wright's not what Jay Wright is. And that's my – here's my overarching point. Like, look at Gonzaga. Everyone talks about bringing Gonzaga over, whatever. If I'm Gonzaga, why the fuck do I want to move? I have a guaranteed 19, 18 wins every fucking season. I'm going to be at worst a three or four seed in the NCAA tournament. Why the fuck would I want to leave? Yeah. Look at Nova. You get, you have one or two slip up seasons, and let's be honest, this is going to be a gauntlet for them this Biggie slate. And they've had a small setback. If they were in, if they were out west in WCC, they're still going to win. They might lose two games in conference with the current team they have. Like, yeah. do you have a very, very high floor as Gonzaga? Why would but you I, want to move?
1: I'm actually a little, I'm, I'm a little confused by your thinking. Now, my question is, why <laughs> wouldn't Gonzaga want to come to the Pioneer League?
0: <laughs> Correct. Start a new Holy Cross and Dayton, uh rivalry. That would be my new trip for a team like, like Georgetown. Like they're they're done with the Big East. They're going to the Pioneer League. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't deserve the Big East logo there anymore. They're just they're pioneers. They really don't.
1: I've been trying to get Georgetown to the A ten for a year. They really don't.
0: We need a purgatory league, man. Like we need some kind of punishment. Like Georgetown just shouldn't be able to just do this and stay in the conference. <laughs> like, do you, That'd they, be like you seen, do you remember Survivor when they had an Exile Island? Like they need like <laughs> Exile Island. Like, you you should be spending time. Like we need some kind of punishment for these
1: guys. Like The American Athletic Conference.
0: They are. This is a breach of contract. We did not agree to this with Georgetown? Here's a here's a loaded question. I don't even know if this is possible, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway, because why not? Um, I love it. Like, five years from now, Georgetown is still the same, scraping together zero, one, two, three wins in the league. Did they say, all right, like, Jordan dropped us. Uh, well, <laughs> a, would Jordan drop Georgetown at that point? I would have to say yes. But then B... Would they consider leaving the Big East? I feel like they can't. I feel like it's all they got. I mean, they have other good sports, but, like, obviously, like, basketball is your moneymaker. Basketball is your moneymaker. And then I just feel like Georgetown is synonymous with the Big East, and I can't see it working anywhere else personally. Well, it's not working here. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It's not even a little bit. No. It would, dude, so now you I just put know. an idea in my head. I want to start, like, a College Hoops okay, 2K dynasty and just run Georgetown into the ground. Like, not do well. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to just control Georgetown and just run them into the fucking ground. That's all I want to do. I think I know I'm spending my Monday night, fellas.
1: Breaking up the Xbox, getting incidentally March Madness 10 out. Fuck you, Red Ring and Death. We're running Georgetown into the ground tonight. <laughs>
0: the concept of doing that is just so hysterical to me like when you were a kid you were like oh dude I'm gonna make fucking this random team nice it's like no I'm gonna make Georgetown awful (laughs) I'm gonna make them fucking suck (laughs) cause I know that a lot of them have like a feature like if you're like a shitty team and you do really really well like you'll get by to do a new conference I just wanna just be dog shit with Georgetown like 8 years like you got kicked out you just got booted to the Atlantic Sun like fuck yeah let's go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what That'll can I do so to make this, this program as shitty as possible?
1: Well, unfortunately, I think you'll get fired before then.
0: And I love how the athletic director will, like texts you. Like I'm like recruiting one stars, Go <laughs> <Like, laughs> going all in, in on one
1: stars.
0: stars. <laughs> Dude, are they bringing back? Are they bringing back? Um, NCAA. I think basketball? they're gonna
1: perfect. I think they're gonna perfect the football game first, and then start working on the basketball game. It's promising. I think we're still at least three to four years
0: out. Oh fuck man, I need it so bad. It sucks, bro. It sucks. The amount of mods I used on NBA 2K, bro. Oh so many. Man. Ridiculous. So many. And they were great. But it, oh that shit sucks. Dude, we were we were honestly so lucky as kids with all the variety of sports games we had. We were so oh, lucky. Man. We had great games, man.
2: Oh my I god. I mean I
0: can't I can't count the amount of Saturdays that I spent just in my room playing uh 2K college hoops. Oh my god, college hoops 2K8. I probably put more time into any video game in my entire life. I probably put more game into more time into that game as a child than into my schoolwork throughout my entire K through 18. I remember one K day my dad got home from work and he saw me playing it, and he's like, "Do you literally do anything else?" I was probably like in middle school at the time. I'm like, "No." Yeah, like, no. and you were like, "It was like so good." And so like, dude, I've got guy. New Hampshire into the Big East, like, <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Dad, I'm in 2029, 20, and we're 0 29, Georgetown. It's our fifth consecutive winless <laughs> season. I'm rolling. Yeah, <laughs> we got to keep this game going, man. Come on, get Gosh. on board.
1: I just got my fifth uh, fifth game in a row where the athletic director messaged me and said the alumni are not happy with you. We just inked the worst recruit in the country. We got to go, yeah. baby.
0: Just changed my coach's name to Patrick Ewing, landed an extension. <laughs> <laughs> it would be oh, funny, too, like, if you, like, Twitch streamed it. Like, you just, like, do, like, an hour a night, like, just, like, hop on and, like, yeah. let's go. We Oh, it'd be so good. And That's they were the good best best back then, hours. too, so it would take a lot of work to get them shitty. I so
1: think I might gotta be, do like, What you got to do is Porter. just uh, spend – like spend four years just, just not doing any recruiting, and then just get get those one stars out, and then you actually got to play the games.
0: <laughs> and like you're out like there playing against league. like
1: Josh Boone uh, for yeah. for UConn, and just getting your shit rocked.
0: But you have to play <laughs> like, it on legendary. <laughs> like yeah, like Roy Hibbert skipped class today, suspended for the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here, you're done,
1: you're done, rip. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. I fucking
1: hate George, the worst. All right, that's, that's something we're about to do. We are about to do that.
0: We should start a YouTube channel. Just call it Georgetown Slander. It's just live <laughs> streams of us just playing 2K8, just running them into the fucking ground. Because you know what would be funny is, like, you'll definitely, like, hit, like, some, like, niche where, like, there's, like, some random kid in, like, Idaho that's like, I'm going to do this, too. Like, and he's just like, you know what? It's like, you know what? Fuck Iowa. Like, I'm going to make Iowa that. <laughs> Like you know what I mean, and then it graduates <laughs> to you know yeah. what? No, like Georgetown slander is where it's at. <laughs> yeah,
1: like there's levels
0: to this shit. I think we got a thing on our hands, boys. Like Georgetown is top tier slander. Like they're not top tier basketball anymore, but they're top tier no. slander. And I low-key appreciate them for that. Can I just say that? Like we, everyone I mean, needs a heel, and they're an easy heel. Yeah, I'm just happy <laughs> it's not football. Well, it's crazy too. We talk about I talked about this a lot. It was really interesting. I think it's interesting pressing the rewind button, and obviously things played out the way they did. But I think it's interesting going back to 2013 when the league was forming, and if you were taking odds on who was gonna, you know, the power struggle back then was huge. It's obviously a new, new terrain, whatever kind of Hunger Games mentality. Like you drop down, you're like, oh shit, who's gonna fucking take this bitch over? Georgetown was one of the odds-on favorites to kind of take the take the mantle in that league, and to see them here in 2022, <laughs> they've lost what 20 something Big East games in a row is fucking crazy. Dude, that think that makes it like so much crazier, the fact that like they were so well positioned going into this that they just completely shat the bed. Right. It could not have gone. It literally couldn't have gone any worse. Like in no, in no world should Seton Hall and Providence have overtaken Georgetown. We talked about the Travis Steeler verse. This is worst case scenario Georgetown verse.
1: Like, like every was unit went better. They are still in it with no direction. That's None. like they have no direction. Like at least like when, like when when we had Travis, we had we had the talent that we were bringing in. Like, okay, at least we got, at least we got some some guys coming, and we're getting some top thirty guys. Like that's at, le- at least we have that. We have some, look forward in the future. Like they have nothing.
0: Where's your hope, bro? Where your is hope? It? Is your hope is literally that one summer Patrick Ewing gets fired, or or just says I'm done how long can you just suck as a program before it, like, affects what the program is? Because it's always been like, oh, they're Georgetown. They'll figure it out. It's like, bro, they've been irrelevant for, what, 12 years? Like, that's – like, every single high school recruit remembers Georgetown sucking ass. Like, they don't know – like, they don't know Dikembe. Like, they've heard Dikembe Matumbo, but they don't remember watching Patrick Ewing and Dikembe Matumbo and Allen Iverson in college.
1: They, you know, they had, know, had like, they one know, year okay. where they were, like, a two-seed, but that's the year that they lost yeah. to FGCU. When was that, though? That was like, like 2013. 2013. That was, 2013. was really, they don't care about that shit. They like, they
0: don't the want a the collapse.
1: yeah. Like, yeah, that, that was that's when that's when the new biggie's like, okay, Georgetown is going to take over. They're the two, like, there are two seed out there. Then they lost to a, Florida Gulf Coast and completely went off the rails. Yeah, like, you think our podcast goes off the rails? Talk about Georgetown basketball, <laughs> the role podcast of basketball programs, which is not a compliment. I
0: think I'm going to get, like, so bored one day that I'm going to, like, just, like, quit my job, like, just, like, get, like, a voice, like, changer and, like, a mask and make a Georgetown burner and just make a Georgetown podcast talking about how great Georgetown is. <laughs> but then, like, every episode mixed in some slander. Like, would, that, would that qualify as, like, a midlife crisis or is that just, like, me doing God's work? I think it's 100% God's work. But you'd, like, frame, like, shitty things as good. Like, yeah. Yeah, like man, for progress today.
1: <laughs> we, we got- <laughs> exactly. exactly. Guys, I saw four hundred people there. Place was bumping. It's all positive slander. Yeah.
0: Like like Georgetown set a new attendance record in the modern era. They had 1,000 fans there today. <laughs> and and 20 whole people paid for their tickets. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Or like something random, like today was Georgetown's new biggest record of 12 beers sold at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> just the most positive, optimistic Georgetown fan on the planet. That's actually a funny, dude. That's a funny fucking burner. Optimistic Hoya, man. I love to see it. Optimistic Hoya. Meanwhile, like, they're like the most, like, depressed people on planet Earth. It's, it, it's honestly funny to watch. But I feel bad, I'm like, people just bleeding their burners because they're like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine getting to the point, like, with Xavier Bass you like, I can't even have a burner anymore. I can't do it. Some good news, so low. But I mean, like, good for like that dude though. Like, that's just like that's that's showing some serious self growth, self awareness, man. Like, I was, dude. You would have to give me twenty more years of steel before I'd even think about shutting down my burner. Like, I'm here for the cause, man. I honestly don't think I could really do it. Like I would it's maybe just not tweet as much. Like I'd just drop in and like you know like shit talk about you know scene hall yeah. for like you know a couple minutes here and there. But I couldn't I couldn't delete the burner. No,
1: you can't delete uh, the burner. I I, w- I will say Georgetown did just jump Boston College in the net. <laughs> What's their That's net cute. ranking, Andy? Georgetown jumped up from two forty five to two forty four. Oh my! God. You got That's Louisville. Cool. Louisville. Oh man, I have to do a lot, of, do a lot in, of scrolling. While you're scrolling, oh, Louisville 20- jumped up go, go from Louisville. Actually, they they had a lateral move, lateral day. They okay. stayed at three forty four. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's insane! Some comparable opponents that Xavier fans might might know. Um, compared to Georgetown, they are below Southeast Louisiana. Oh
0: my god, they were terrible. That's what's ridiculous is, bro, we ran that team. And against Georgetown, bro, they got some dudes, man. Like, that talent gap between Southeast Louisiana and Georgetown is massive. Mm. And you said Georgetown's lower than Southeast Louisiana?
1: Lower than Southeast Louisiana. Oh Southeast Louisiana God. comes in at 241 today.
0: Good Lord. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Well, I did look at ESPN and Georgetown against UConn. Anyone want to make a make a guess on what the – uh the over under is the over under spread. This spread. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I saw it,
1: so I'm not going to say. And you I'm guess. going to guess it is minus 17 and a half in UConn's favor. You a 23
0: point dog in conference,
1: 23 play. point dog in a conference game. Oh, is this God. home or away? For, they're, for- they're
0: on the road, so fair enough, but still 23 points in a conference game. Good God. That's
1: unacceptable. I mean, that's how much, that against, like, Montana.
0: That's how much Seton Hall beat us at home last year, but that's beside the point. Uh, a 23-point tall. God damn. Marquette, Providence, even at Providence. Ranked Marquette, by the way, so they're probably going to lose. And then Seton Hall, oh, Xavier. Xavier, seven and a half. I, th- I think that's a little over. I'd probably do, like, five and a half, four and a half, but – Close enough, I'd say. I bet you Xavier covers it, honestly. Just match the over, though, because we don't play a lick of defense. You know that. Yeah, I know. Match the over. Over is always, is always good for uh, – when you have a team that doesn't play defense and it's a team that does play defense, it always goes over every time. Xavier, Xavier St. John's might score two thirty. <laughs> that game's going to be fucking big. Yeah, I, w- I would have liked to have seen Xavier play Iowa because <laughs> that would have literally been a 120 to 111 game literally we don't dude it's so bad i don't get it especially with sean like i just think he's dealing with residuals of travis steel like travis oh, steel is oh, that yeah. guy that just lets his players just come on campus just like fuck whoever they want just get drunk whatever just do whatever the fuck you want i don't know i don't he's dude travis steel a simp let's be honest love travis steel fucking major simp vibes like yeah. players ran travis steel sean miller's running the players like, I yeah. think these little residuals of just like, well, travelers do whatever the fuck we want it, so
1: whatever. It's also like the fact that uh, the the guys we have, they're just not laterally athletic.
0: But we've got enough, though, Andy. Like, Colby Jones, Sule Boom.
1: He's a good like, – Colby Jones is a good on-ball defender, but they're also not very quick in their rotations. Like, well, like bring our, it our, nice. our, starting, our starting two guards, Adam Conkle. he's not going to be – Yeah. <laughs>
0: You got Fremantle and Conville, which does really help, to help team defense. Not, not I but he's going to leave. Just be done with Zach Fremantle. God. I'm so, so Xavier I'm, can move forward. I'm sick of his ass. I'm not going to lie to
1: you. I've become a big Jerome Hunter stand this year. <laughs> is he a fifth year senior? Do what?
0: For, is Fremantle a fifth year senior?
1: Fourth year. Fourth, fourth year.
0: He technically, uh, could have, technically could have one more year. Which low-key we might need? Who who the fuck are we gonna have next year? We're cleaning house. Our roster is complete turnover after this year. Portal. Dude, have to portal. Hit the portal hard. I mean, if if we can just duplicate Sule Boom, like, dude, that dude is something else, man. He's nasty. He is different, bro. God, he's disgusting. Best transfer that we've had since Andy Jordan Crawford.
1: I so I was talking to my brother about this actually um, Saturday morning. Uh it like, so he asked me, he like, is Sule Boom the best transfer we've we've ha- we've ever had? Like, so best grad transfer, I think it's far and beyond him. But transfer in general, he's right up there with Jordan Crawford and Drew Lavender. Like, there's really, like that that that's the group, that's tier one transfers. And Sule Boom, he's in in the one year he's been here, the impact he's made is just. You can't. It's indescribable. We we were in a position where like we really don't know what we have in the point guard position, and we haven't really seen a great shooting point guard, and since probably we haven't seen a great scoring one since Edmund Sumner, Edmund Sumner, and we haven't had a great shooting point guard since Two Holloway. So he's really filled both those roles, and it's made made, made this offense damn near unstoppable.
0: And I guess the reason it's so impactful, sorry, JP, if this is
1: just straight David talk, but
0: we just have no good wing or guard transfers over the last, like, what, seven years? Like, none. Like, name one that hit during the Travis Steel era. Like, we had Hankins and we had big men that came in and did well, but not a single one guard transfer that did
1: shit. I just don't understand why you are disrespecting Adam Kunko like that.
0: Okay, <laughs> the top, but,
1: like he hasn't been a game. Changer. He's been inconsistent, but like we've also had guys like Ryan Wellich, who was damn near unplayable. Welly bomb.
0: I mean, he was literally a beanpole. Like, yeah. So whatever. This is
1: this is straight Xavier talk. JP doesn't need to uh, be here for this. Now, break. now, JP Transfers the are best weird back then, though.
0: Do what? Transfers were weird back then. Super either tra- You got a kid who's like really good or really fucking bad. There was never yeah. anything in between. God, do you remember when we won the recruiting battle of Kyle Castle and Andy against Ohio State?
1: That was, I was like, big.
0: A you, monster.
1: Honestly, that, that 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 took us over the top. Oh my god! I So like, we don't get to the Big East semifinals without Kyle Castle now. <laughs> god, I
0: was like, like,
1: all of a I sudden, I want to
0: see. I want to see the three point per the three point shooting percentage of Xavier wing and guard transfers since two thousand and sixteen. I couldn't even name. I don't know who the fuck you guys are even talking about. I couldn't even name you
1: a savior transfer.
0: You don't... There, there's a reason okay. for that. They're, they've been fucking god-awful.
1: Okay, JP, what does the name the Bryce Moore to? mean to you?
0: They don't... Here's the thing. but th- What they don't do is they don't fly to a city that's a 10-hour drive to their destination. They fly straight to that city, and that's what makes them fucking suck.
1: So they, they drive straight to the city, and they practice free Simple throws bitch. on a full night's sleep. Simple bitch. So like, that's
0: bitch-made shit.
1: That's why... It's that's made. why
0: people That's why teams go into the Synthos and slap Xavier around because Look, I seen it. You didn't see it, but I saw it last year. <laughs> you were there for it, but you didn't see it. <laughs> it's actually another thing too that's that probably influenced my drunk level. I slept about three hours that night, dude. It couldn't. Max. You were, dude. Let's be honest. I got to give you your flowers, bro. You went all out. Oh, all out. That that plane ride home was honestly probably one of the top. Or I should probably say bottom three hangover days in the history of days. Did you knock out on the flight? I can't sleep on planes, so I just like ate it the entire way. Oh, that's brutal, bro. Oh, and it wasn't a direct flight, so like I had to just like suck it up for like four hours, to just be Wait, like so a zombie. Was not a
1: direct flight to Detroit?
0: <laughs> that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm never going back to Detroit ever again. If, 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 I, if I'm taking a plane ride and it has to stop in Detroit, I'm just not doing
1: it. I'll stop in Cali first. The
0: funny thing is, like, it wasn't even Detroit's fault. It was literally my airport's fault. Like, right. But I'm holding it against Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit, Detroit honestly was, like, going the Big East we fucking riot. I mean, Detroit hooked it up, dude. Like, they got me a rental car. I got out of there. No problem. Like, Detroit was no, big, a but, rental like, car. But like fuck Detroit. <laughs> Only thing they're good for is a good Nissan. That's it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Detroit's kind like of like they're like Marquette. They're the Marquette
1: of cities. <laughs> <laughs> Except they don't correct their English. Because they don't true, know true. English.
0: True, true. So they're easily the worst Twitter fan base by a mile, right? By by mm. worst, I mean non-existent, other than the bitch. Baller's non-existent, which makes me a little upset. Yeah, what happened to like, COVID? Well, they don't have Wi-Fi yet. <laughs> Dude, they just got four G. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. You yeah. they better get <laughs> us now. Yeah, we'll we we'll reassess this in twenty thirty. It's it's unfair to really grade them on the same scale currently. Marquette is just weird because like they have like those like four big accounts, but like they all fucking suck. Every single fucking one. Like, they're just, like, weird. Like, at some point, like, you need to, like, have, like, a Twitter account that's, like, strictly for jokes. Like, yeah, sure, I'll mix in some takes, like, once every, like, fucking blue moon. But, like, it's literally just jokes. Yeah, let's be honest. We're satire yeah. We're going to fuck yeah, like,
1: around. Yeah. There was yeah, a point dude, in time hey. where I was, like, trying to, like, analyze basketball and, like, uh, trying to, like, give actual takes out there. And then the past two years, I don't think I've been sober for a, for a single game. So it's really hard to do anything but make jokes.
0: It's all these accounts with do is to the like, like, and I got love, bro. Like, we have, I don't know if you follow Retire52, JP. Probably the best, like, objective Xavier account on Twitter or whatever. But, like, yeah. I could do that shit, too. But, like, we don't need that shit. Like, I could just say what the fuck I'm thinking about fucking everything. But we need to have fucking fun with this shit, man. Yeah. Fuck I that. like to get drunk and live tweet about basketball. Yeah. And, but that's basically yeah, it. That. You know, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do a space if I want to have some takes, you know, maybe I'll tweet it every now and then, but like, I want to make fun of shit because there's too many fucking people that think they know the basketball. But honestly, like in, in reality, like if I had a conversation with Sheen Holly about basketball, like I would be in over my head about 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh, so true. Like it's just like, like, here. yeah. Like we watch a lot of college basketball, but like, I don't know shit really outside of like just the surface.
1: I know yeah, basic yeah. shit about basketball. Like, uh, and we we kind of figured out pretty quickly that, I mean, we, there used to be a point in time where we used to, talk, used to t- try to talk about what kind of recruits we wanted to bring in, uh, what how can we fix the team, and, like, we'd break, try to break down our our next matchup. I mean, fuck that. They don't come – people don't come to us for that. People come to us to learn how many, how many kills we have and just – random bullshit who's getting jerked off in the middle of games
0: that's nothing dude like i like when people like will like tag me like hey like what's going on with this And i'm like dude i know less than you do if i had to guess like i don't fucking know know. like like yeah like sometimes like someone will like say something like oh hey like i heard this like did you hear this And i'm like no i didn't fucking hear shit because i i'm not plugged in like i'm literally here to make jokes i'm literally (laughs) on this website to make jokes and like I don't know, man. Like, I, I just don't understand why people take themselves, like, so seriously. Like, And then, like, that's, like, the biggest beef that I have with, like, Providence fans. Like, you take yourselves way too seriously. Like, it's not that serious. Like, Right. Your team it's can like- suck and you can have a fun time with it. Like, you don't need to, like, consistently prove that, like, you're good. Like, you had a good year. Okay. Like, that was last well, year, though. They
1: didn't consider that. They, they didn't, like, accept the fact they had a good year unless other people told them they had a good year. They had I to know. have the validation for They're everybody so else. Every dude. time we told them that they were just lucky, it pissed them off so much. Because in reality, they had a good team. They had a team that uh, that just got the job done. They knew how to win in close games. But if you twist it to the fact that, oh, they just lucked into it, oh, the ball just bounced their way, then it just ate them alive. <laughs> ate them alive. It took themselves so seriously, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: obnoxious. It was so fucking funny. And then, and from now, and we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Is like the fact that no matter what they do from now, they can go on a four straight Big East championship runs. I oh, the, the luck continues. <laughs> so true. Dude. Never give them credit for anything.
0: Never. I mean, like if you openly like voice how much something pisses you off, like that's just like human nature. Like you're gonna get that thrown in your face constantly. Like of course you're never gonna be able to live that down. Like.
3: Oh, you gotta I'll take, take
0: it like what. a G. I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll tell you what? I did not approve of them using the word roadkill. That's not their thing. That was <laughs> not cool. That was not cool. They can't have that. That's that's that that's nope. No way. No way no how. That's that's uncalled for. Wait. That's just that's fighting behavior right there.
1: <laughs> so true. Was that the roadkill thing? That's kind of like what brought Seaton Hahn's Xavier fans together. That's like the first thing we truly bonded yeah. over. The
0: yeah, literally, we created the Roadkill rivalry <laughs> Like it, it, it's not only much te- troll
1: job because one media member just got all but his panties about it. Jesus oh, that
0: we uh, speaking, speaking of media members, we got to bring this up while we're while we're on here because this is this is this is peak roll blob content. Can we just talk about how Sule boom b o u m is pronounced boom. but yes. Adam of bomb, B-A-U-M is, what is it, ba- Baum? Ba-um. Ba-um. Yeah. Baum. I mean, that's Ba-um. Just, that, that was crazy. I mean, if the I English was language, him, man. I love him. If it was me, I would officially change the pronunciation to, to Baum. It's I'm just... going to call Suley Boom Suley Baum. <laughs> <laughs> and then Adam Baum. Adam, Adam Boom Suley Adam Boom. Sule Boom. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna make like a a video like because you can do like the two videos now like on Twitter like just one thing would be like Sule baum and then Adam Baum <laughs> do a face morph with Adam Baum and Sule boom <laughs> Bowam. whenever he makes a bucket bow. <laughs> I figured oh, I had to break shit. it up because there, you guys are boys, whatever. But I was like, "That's no way how you pronounce his name. Like, there's no way that's how you pronounce it." I mean, why would you me. not go for bomb, bro? It just flows off the tongue.
1: I mean, and yeah, it's atom bomb,
0: oh. you can drop an atom bomb, like it just make, mean, like it's
1: it's perfect. It is every it's time really we announces. have him on? Every time we have him on the show, I tweet out a gif of an atom bomb,
0: right? We announces a recruit. It's an atom bomb. Exactly. Like you gotta
1: I mean, be the shade, but he's their own. you know what I mean? It's all right there.
0: It's bad branding.
1: Honestly, I, I, I blame his ancestors.
0: Yeah, yeah it's the awesome. family name.
1: It's not his fault. Yeah. Good. We can't we cannot put any of this blame on Adam. So because Adam is a gem and a gift that's from get from above. So and we, and we love Adam to death. He Dude, went to like Regent
0: Avenue, by the way, the other night. So we we have this so it's called Regent Avenue. we call it DGENT Avenue. I've been. I it's where we ended up there. Exactly. Dude, Adam Baum, the Cincinnati Enquirer reporter, sends me a selfie with him on d Avenue, and I'm like, this guy's for the boys. Dude, he's so for the boys. Like, at the, at, like the kind of different, but still on the for the boys thing. The Rutgers game, when a uh, fan, like, got up in Fanta's face, threw shit at Fanta. Um, like, I had, I had, like, a tweet, like, who's fucking with Fanta? And then, like, Adam, like, tweeted back at me, like, almost like instantly, just like, we ride at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's the man. And I, was like, I was like, this man has like a legitimate job where like Best. his employer is looking at his tweets and he's literally saying, let's go kill this fucking <laughs> he has shit to lose. And he'll go out there, bro. Like, bro. So we have our little play stones. Our, our boy is like assistant manager at this fucking bowling alley right on campus, whatever. It's our spot. They got shuffleboard, bowling, whatever. We just go there and fucking drink for free, essentially. And uh, Adam comes and we're already fucking shit faced. He buys the whole table, a bucket of like seven beers. And we're just you getting hammered, whatever. And I'm at the point where I'm just shit housed. Like, I look at these Snapchats from the night before, and I'm just gone. I don't even remember these fucking motherfuckers. And then Adam comes back with another fucking bucket. Like, I thought he was <laughs> going to come through, just do his fucking, you know, do his rounds. Like, just, hey, I'm here for the homies, blah, blah, blah. Like, show face. Yeah. He was there for, like, seven hours. Like, he's legit ho- one of the boys, dude. He's legit a dude. Like, he's awesome. I fucking love that motherfucker. Can't have a better beat writer than that. And, bro, like, he doesn't have to do this shit. Like, he no. doesn't have to go out of his way to cater to us. or But he's genuine, too. Like, he's hitting me up like, yo, you going to the game tomorrow? Let's drink. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's definitely genuine. I love that guy. No, 100%. Great dude. Great Unreal dude. And that's one thing I love about the current, like, sports journalism landscape is, like, You've got these like genuine homies. Like it's not just like an exclusive club of like guys who have the information and dudes that don't. It's really intertwining yeah. between like the common fan and like guys that actually have credentials. Dude, it's sweet. Like if you if your team has a young beat writer, like it's so much more enjoyable as a fan. Like I can't stand Jerry Carina. Like horrible. Like he's not bad, but like like he's just like not a homie. Like no, he's he's, you know he's what a, I mean? yeah.
1: And, I mean, like, we kinda got blessed with I mean we our two main ones are Adam Baum and uh, Rick Broring and-, yeah, you got
3: blessed
1: with that. <laughs> <laughs> and so we got one one out there out there drinking with us in Stones and the other is out there saying certified coitus haver on a on a two four seven sports podcast.
0: Well bro, he has he runs our twenty four seven page and he'll DM me at like fucking ten o'clock, Like, yo, you're trying to run a space. I'm like, dude, I'm a clown. Like you have you have all the credentials in the world, so it's just really yeah. cool that they want to engage with us. And because if this was twenty years ago, we would have no place anywhere sniffing that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. Like if you have that, like that as a fan, like it's much more enjoyable. Like people oh, cool. shit on Braziller, but like he's like so in tune with like fans, like he's like, he, like he's down for the cause. Like he'll get shit on, but he'll also like throw shit back. But like he'll also like be open, like with people, like. He's, he's corny, he's wrong a lot, but like it's still... Like, I, I stand, didn't didn't I stand, he just I say
1: that DePaul and Georgetown can both go win this in the Big East? <laughs> yeah, they that was a great play. tweet.
0: <laughs> I'm here for, it. Don't they twice. play each other? Twice. They're going to tie. Right. things
1: right. 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 Yeah.
0: Providence's floor was fucking raining, so uh, I don't It's,
1: know. it's like... Right, they'll, they'll get soaked it'll be like the seventh overtime the score is 65 to 66 and <laughs> they, they just fucking call it
0: i hope he's right dude i hope they fucking tie both games He just tweets out, i told you <laughs> could you imagine though, like, Yo, so y'all that,
1: question that, like, me with, like,
0: a six ot game <laughs> that will be the ultimate sickos college basketball moment oh my god you're up at 2 a.m. on a Tuesday watching. We Georgetown. have to. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start saving my PTO right now for DePaul Georgetown 2024. <laughs> we we gotta do it, bro. We should start marketing it now. I'm tomorrow on the HP HBET. We gotta fucking start marketing the shit. I mean, that's I'm the in. one. That's the holy grail. Fuck Madison Square Garden. Fuck the Big East tournament. tournament. Not fuck it, but this is the holy grail. I mean, it's, it'd, be, it'd be way more fun to do it that way. Like honestly, way like, more fun. We can like, actually do it enough to spend 200 bucks a ticket per day. Like we can literally just go and ball out, bro. Let's just get a fucking holiday in, share the hotel room, go fucking crazy $5 tickets. Like let's go crazy, man. Not to and mention, hate on Georgetown. when you get that blasted, you don't want to sit there and watch basketball all day. Like you can only do right. like a, a couple hours and then you're like, you all saw, right. Like, I you need, can't get sense Yeah. You Yeah, like a get pizza like four by four o'clock. I need like. You know, let's just go bar hopping, like let's just get we'll watch some games on TV, like you know. We can make a weekend out of it too, man. Fuck. You just literally tore this place up for two hours. I'm done here. I'll bring the three (laughs) sixty, we'll run Georgetown into the ground virtually. It's gonna be great time. Yeah,
1: and the best part (laughs) is like it's not like it's this it's not like we have a small window of opportunity to where this is just an absolute shit show of a game. We have about four or five years of this shit. (laughs) Yeah, Yui's gonna be there for a while.
0: Yeah. And plenty of opportunity. DePaul's basically locked into that 10th spot for the foreseeable future. And Georgetown's locked into the 11 for sure. Oh, they're stapled there. They're okay, grandfathered in. Yeah. Who's playing for 10th is the question. Imagine, imagine like one year you just slide into 11 and Georgetown somehow beats you for 10. Like, I think at that point you just got to fold. <laughs> That's why we need a purgatory, man. We need. We need like a deal with like the A ten or whatever league it is, the back, whatever. But we just send our shittiest team down there, you know? <laughs> hey, Georgetown's fucking up. They need to go down there for a little while. They need to go to the double A. They're,
1: they're in timeout. Yeah, they're they're in timeout.
0: <laughs> Do you think that Georgetown would compete in the mid-major league? I don't yeah. think they would.
1: I mean, no, maybe I, the I think a third of their game.
0: Fun belt. If they went to let's say the A ten. A10, good made good mid-major league. I think they'd win a third of their games.
1: They they'd major. probably about seventh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they'd probably be like a mid
0: a mid tier team in the end. Now, A-10. Louisville, I would just love JP. We talked about this on the show the other day. We want to make just a sickos conference. Georgetown, Louisville, DePaul, like all of the shitty high major teams. Put them in a conference Just see what the fuck happens.
1: Give yeah, just gonna... And just have absolute anarchy. Honestly, don't like, a... don't even, like, yes. televise the games. Just, like, throw <laughs> – <laughs> don't even have refs. Just...
0: <laughs> so I was going to say, what if every year you had the bottom two teams in all the high major conferences play in a tournament? Do it. Do it. Like, like let auto Barstool cover it. LA tournament. And just let them get shit housed by you.
1: They have Barstool covering. Yeah,
0: let like Barstool like that. That'll be their way in. Do so it, you dude. have like you'll have like Northwestern versus Georgetown, Louisville versus uh Ooh. you know Cal. DePaul will go up against like yes. you know what I mean like
3: Cal. just all yes.
0: sixteen all six leagues like their the worst two teams send the- them out. Who and we Levin, have?
1: Yes. So you'd have DePaul and Georgetown, obviously Louisville, and Florida State. Or, you
0: got, or Cal, really? you got Boston College, you got Northwestern. So it was,
1: oh, that, that's a tough one right there. Like, so we could have three ACC teams that would make sense. Bottom of the ACC sucks. It's bad. No, like, yes. you, you have, you legitimately have George, Um, you legitimately have Louisville, Florida State, and Boston College down there just like in the 300s. Yeah. It's
0: bad, dude. It That would be beautiful. That would be honestly almost as good as the NCAA tournament itself. Let it be sponsored by the Sickos, man. And like, Recruit the biggest, like DJ Twitter accounts to fucking announce the games. I'm telling you, the ratings would be would be really, really good. I I completely agree. That would honestly sell out. Hey,
1: we, I'm going to stream I'm it. on like part. an uncensored broadcasting, uh, uh an, un- an uncensored broadcasting platform, dude. Barstool,
0: telling you, like you got to. Those yeah. guys, those guys are dorks, but like their college right. basketball coverage when they had their tournament was electric, dude. And From got Big Cat singing the anthem it. to, like, I don't even know what really most of their names, but, like, Big Cat singing the anthem honestly made me cry, like, piss my pants laughing. Like, but, like, they can say whatever the fuck they want. They don't care. Like, it was literally, like, you watch the games, it was literally just, like, Port and I like, talking about his bets. Like, oh, I need this because I have Cal plus 36 and a half against Georgetown. Jesus. Like, it would be a dude. I I love what Sickos is doing, by the way. I don't know how much you follow Sickos, but, like, I love what they're doing. Because they're just what the people want. I hate to follow it, huh? It's beautiful.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm a,
0: yes. I'm not, like, totally familiar with it. They do show. They do great work. Like, they're tracking, like, Louisville, Florida State. Like, it, it's you. It's a must-follow. So they they
1: love the shittiest product of, yes. like, their Super Bowl is like the pioneer championship. It's beautiful work. It's fucking oh. incredible. Like they, they were all. I think it was Troy and UTSA were played a bowl game. It was like all field goals, and that's like <laughs> their shit. Like they were so excited. It's so good. <laughs> they promote bad sports. It's like like chaotic, ba- chaotically bad sports. It's hysterical. When it's Louisville really played good. Florida State, they were all over it.
0: I mean like that those are the kind of games where like you need to almost like promote them like being bad because like there's 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 something to like be said about like shitty teams. Yeah. It's beautiful. And and like that you said, either be good or be bad. Like I appreciate you committing to being shitty. Like as much as <laughs> you shit on Georgetown. I appreciate you committing to the bit, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like it's as much as you sit on them. And I fucking hate them. They've committed to it. And I appreciate that about them. 100%. Also like their
1: commitment to being bad, honestly, that might that might be what keeps them in the big east.
0: <laughs> Cause when DePaul gets good, we're gonna need Georgetown around. <laughs> Hundo P. When when Leitow, when Layto comes back and he's his third stint, it's gonna be, Look out. It's gonna be He's gonna figure this shit out. It's gonna be ridiculous. Or he's like, going we're gonna to write blood. that shit. Like fucking Zaga, we're gonna need Georgetown. I mean, I completely agree with that. It's it's just easy money. Could you imagine that? Like, there's a universe where Dave Lato comes back and he leads DePaul to glory. How do you go to a different, the same job three different times?
1: <laughs> this, it'll be it's different, insane. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> like the toxic ex-boyfriend.
0: And it literally
1: could happen. Like, I've changed. I promise, sweetheart. If,
0: Take me back. If it back.
1: Happens, I'm legit
0: going to rebrand to a DePaul account for like a whole year. I might go full DePaul go to or base. just create a whole new burner. I'm going to, I'm going to make a burner for each team in the big East. And then like, after like a year, I might be like, Hey, remember that conversation we had last year at Roblob? Like which burner for each fan base do you think is mine? <laughs> 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 just guess. Uh, well, well, the Marquette season. one
1: that's e- The Marquette one's easy. It's the one we see. You got a
0: one in three chance. It's the one that actually tweets. Yeah. I mean, to be Ah, honest, like, that sounds great, but I'm not a UConn fan. I don't have that much time in my hands. Facts. Fucking (laughs) UConn.
1: I got a life.
0: God, I hope they fucking eat shit in Big East Conference. Fuck. Damn. We all do. We all need it. They're the only team that I genuinely, other than Georgetown, that I genuinely want to lose. I mean, like, I, will, 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 I will go out of my way to root against them. Like, I don't like Providence, but outside of conference, I still root for them. Outside of conference, I root against Georgetown and UConn, and that's the list. That's it. <laughs> to root against Georgetown at a conference is just so mean. <laughs> it is.
1: But- I was <laughs> legitimately rooting rooting against them when, when they had that overtime game. That's a
0: they name Me I mean, I'm not. <laughs> When Georgetown plays, like, like, for instance, like, the American game, like, at first, you're like, all right, cool, like, Georgetown's, like, doing their thing, like, they're going to beat American, like, they can't lose to American. And then, like, you know, America starts creeping back, you are know, like, America's going to beat Georgetown, then you're like, all right, America, come on, let's fucking beat Georgetown, you got it, boys, here you go. I'm the same way, bro. Like, it's like, at first, you don't really want it to happen, but then it's like, once there's, like, a legitimate possibility of it happening, all you want is for it to happen. Full send, yeah. Uh,
1: it's like, they were playing Coppin State. Who they are above in the net, believe it or not. Currently? Yeah, currently at this moment. Wow. They are uh, they are above them in the net. Thank that's god. Tough. As, uh, uh, and I'm just uh, that's the game that went to overtime. I'm just full on rooting for Coppin State. <laughs> It'd be so fucking funny.
0: I can't think of a team in college basketball that I would root that I would root for Georgetown against, if that makes any sense.
1: I was kind of rooting for them against Syracuse. That's Cincinnati, just that I really fucking hate Syracuse. Cincinnati and Duke is, is probably on the list.
0: Basically, any team that left the league and plays anyone in the league, yeah, they always they'll get the hands. Syracuse, Syracuse, Cincinnati, but it's um, fun. It's fun rooting for Syracuse for the UConn guys, though. I love pissing them off. Oh yeah, that's different. Plus two, it's like you know that at the end of the day, like. They're probably not going to win that game, but like yeah. they, they get their sole purpose in life basically to like shit on Jim Beheim. Yeah, like I mean, like the guy's a scumbag, whatever. But it's you know I'll, I'll mix in a joke here or there, but like there's just way too many. There's right. way too many Jim Beheim jokes. Like he's not that oh. relevant. Literally, Jim Beheim is relevant because of them. It's so sure. They keep him alive. They literally, they are the, fucking breathalyzer thing. Whatever fuck it is. If they would just shut up, no one would care about Jim Behan. Literally nobody. No one. Not even Jim Boeheim would care about Jim <laughs> What was his, Wasn't was his roster like 60% his own fucking offspring at one point? His starting five at three kids of it. No <laughs> the wonder they, they were, were bad. They were this legitimately his suck. three best players, though. They were legit like his three best players. Oh shit! Fucking Behan, dude. I. What do you think about? And this is never going to happen. What would you think if Syracuse is like? Let's say that today, Val Ackerman's like, okay, Syracuse coming back to the Big East tomorrow. What would you say? Done. You would be here for it. Absolutely. Me too. Like I don't I see why you wouldn't be. And they're not what they were. They never will be. I don't. Th- I think that program was. You know, they had a one-off coach. Whatever. Um, they'll still be a decent program. but They're not what they were. But just for the Yukon part, like, just beautiful. Yeah, to Yukon part, like, it, it adds a bunch of shit. Like, it, it'll bring back the layer of shit, like, between, like, all the other schools, like the Seat Halls, Villanovas, and provinces. Everyone, like, everyone, they'll everyone, all get in on the shit with it, too. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I'm down to bring back any of those schools, though. So. Bring back and, one of them. I don't want to sit here and be the gushing guy, but how cool is it when you think about Xavier in two thousand seven? To be just fucking sitting here talking about Syracuse and shit and Yukon and Seton Hall, like it's fucking cool, man. Welcome to the fucking show. It's fucking cool, dude, and and it's not like it's our first year. I mean, this has been what since what 13, 14? fourteen? It's been like I nine years, eight this years. This is this is year ten, I think, right? Holy shit, Andy, well, do you feel? Say, do you ever just like sit here and be like, yo, this is our conference, man?
1: I mean, not anymore, honestly, because like. I still do. We're we're like here, like it's. I'm used to it, like be, yeah. Be, this is our conference. Like I kind of sit there and think, okay, like yeah, we're in the Big East now, but the next step is to win the Big East. Like I'm not just it's happy. To, I, I'm oh, not course. just happy to be here.
0: Oh, of course. Like you're you're not Joe Laughlin, but but at the same time though, like it is really cool when you look back. But but whatever. Here's I I think I say this because. I'm watching 2002 A10 Championship Xavier versus Richmond, which you know we're gonna lose because we always lose to Richmond.
1: Because yeah, we, we can't beat Richmond.
0: <laughs> JP, some motherfucker was like, "Yeah, Xavier always loses to Richmond. We're eight and three all time against Richmond." He's like, "Oh, I mixed them up with Syracuse." Oh, okay, because we have so much in common with Syracuse.
1: <clears throat> sure, of course. Oh, anyway, he's like talking about how like how can we not be a team that just can't beat like that They we can't. as was a, a UC fan. Like these Catholic refs are always up against us when we, whenever we play Xavier, a team that oh can't even God, beat Richmond. Dude,
0: what is it with, like, these state schools and, like, the, like their automatic, like, you know, like, the, the Flex Seal, like, meme that's, like, state school loses game and then nope. it's, like, the guy slapping Re- the thing on and it's, like, Catholic school refs did this. <laughs> like, what? what Like, how is that even a thing? Like... We're up to 17 at the half. Like, the refs didn't have shit to do with that. At, but at what point do you be like, you know what, like, It wasn't the basketball players. It was the Catholic (laughs) refs. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just Sean Miller outclassing Westmore. It was the Catholic refs. You're going to start a holy war in the streets of Cincinnati. Bro, that shit was beautiful. And I'm sure you know the same thing being, you know, Seton Hall, Rutgers, and just absolutely outclassing that shit program. But, like, this motherfucker, like, the game's over for, like, three seconds. And he releases, like, this super, like, (laughs) depth. edited graphic I'm like bro you before the game made an L graphic you sat yeah. home at 10 o'clock in the morning and edited for 40 minutes a graphic of you taking an L like what the fuck are you guys becoming it's ridiculous UC Barstool was very very odd that day that was I mean something. granted like schools should not have Barstool accounts because they're just run by fucking dickhead students that are oh, just yeah, not funny at all and just make everything Barstool- bad ass yeah very bad very bad most overrated thing on twitter for sure oh hundo pay hundo pay they're not good they're not original there's nothing about them that's fun or interesting it's it's just regurgitated bullshit yeah it's just stick literally it's dude they suck and i'll say it, our current barstool account it's not terrible but it's not good and they're just sitting on like eight thousand followers for no fucking reason it's, it's just because it's like oh uh, our school has a Barstool account, so every freshman follows it. That doesn't use Twitter, and that's what that just stays. That's all. all is. they do is steal videos from other accounts. Like if they're not original, they're not good. Like they're not terrible. I'm not gonna shit on them, but they're not good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even follow the seat Hall account. It's dumb. It's bad. After the they had a Willard tweet, I was like, shut up. What you, can we talk about Willard at Maryland real quick? I just want to hear what you have to say about it. What do you mean? Just what do you th- – like, so Willard at Maryland, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Like, what do you yeah. think would you see him coaching on the Maryland sideline? What are your I current mean, thoughts on Kevin Willard? I mean, he's he's already doing great there. Um, I was skeptical at first, but I didn't think he'd be able to recruit, and then I shortly realized that literally all you need to do to recruit is have money because you're landing kids left and right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the guy can coach. It's just a matter of if he can get a team good enough. I mean, I'm happy for him. He's making absolute fucking bread. Yes. He's in a good spot where he can be successful. Can't be mad at the guy. I mean, I I love to see a crash and burn for leaving, but at the same time, like, I'm ha- I'm I'm much more happy having Holloway than I am having Willard. Like, much more fun.
1: Well, Willard was also like a purgatory at Seton Hall. He was one like he'd keep you like fifth or seventh between fifth and seventh in the Big East. But like yeah. never really went on was in a position to go on a run in the Instill Bay tournament. He wasn't bringing in the guys. He wouldn't even recruit New Jersey. And so I he did I guess he didn't have the re resources he needed to uh to recruit at Seton Hall, but he just wasn't wasn't the guy. He was not your guy. Holloway could be. I mean he moved out of his
0: basement? <laughs> yeah, I'm in
1: Shah's basement now. <laughs> But hey, no, I, I, I'll that- say
0: this about Willard, though. um, He kind of got shafted a little bit. Like, obviously, he had a good team with COVID. They would have made a run. And then the year afterwards, they sucked. But last year, they should have been, they were really good. And then he loses Bryce Aiken for the year just never really recovered from it. Like, he's had dudes. He's just never been able to fucking keep them all in the same for, – for whatever fucking reason, shit just falls apart on them.
1: We'll call it the same hospital.
0: Which would be absolutely hysterical if keeps happening at Maryland. Do you think he's there in six years?
1: Willer's in an injury prone. Yeah.
0: You think he's there in six years? Absolutely. Really? Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, he'll I
0: get, don't, he'll get I over it. believe Everlord, man. I have no opinion. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's bad. I I think he's good, but I can't make a a hard opinion on him good or like great or not good. He I, has I a lot of mid in him. Super mid. Like he has a lot of mid to him. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like he just he just says mid to me. Yeah, Kevin, and like he has, he doesn't have a personality. No, like a, a lot of those guys in the Big Ten, like they're not really good coaches. They're just like they have money. They can they can recruit kids. Like, so he's already like one of the better coaches there. It's just a matter of can he actually win in March? Like he's never gonna be a national attorney, a uh, national title winner. You know what I mean? He's never gonna be like a Final Four guy. but it'll be respectable. That's what Maryland is now. I, I, it's funny when we were – J.P., or how old are you now, let me ask? You? Uh, 28. 28. So we're about the same age. I just turned 30. Like when I was like becoming like a big college basketball fan, like 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever, like, like Georgia Tech was good. Maryland had Gary Williams. They were fucking rolling. Like Yeah. I remember thinking of Maryland as like a big program like when I was growing up. That shit is long gone. They are not what they were. Georgetown's not what they were. All these programs that were <laughs> – that so many programs that are really, really good aren't what they were anymore. And it, it's just not the same program. So I, I guess I think about it differently. But I don't see them ever being anything better than like a, on a good year getting a four-seeds type of program with Kevin Willard. I think that's like your ceiling. You get like a four or little, 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 bit, little bit up. I mean, I think Maryland mixed in a couple of, of twos and threes with Mark
1: Turgeon. Did they? I think the, they I think back think when they, they had like Grievous Vasquez. I
0: thought Vasquez was that a was, uh,
1: that was ACC talk.
0: That was uh-huh. a long time ago. But Grievous? I thought they had
1: one with um. They the, might have. the most
0: recent group of guys that they had. Um, I forget the little point guard's name, and they had the two bigs that played in the NBA. That are in the NBA now, Jalen Smith yeah. and, Lange and them. Can't but think uh, of the point guard's name, he was good. They had a really good young point guard who I think had a great freshman year. I can't remember his name, but he was a big name at the time. And then he stayed there. So I remember we played them. Uh, Trey Vons. We were, remember, we were in 11 c We went to the Elite Eight, if you remember that year. Um, I think Trey was a sophomore or junior. I think it was JP and Trey's junior year. And we just fucking dominated them. They had that same point guard who was a sophomore or junior at the time. was flaming out at that school, or, or at least as a pro prospect. And I remember thinking, like, this Maryland team, they're, they're just not what they what they were. I mean, in the, in the early 2000s, they were, like, competing with Duke and competing with UNC. Like, they, they won a championship with uh, with Juan Dixon. The next year, we played them, actually. We were a three-seed. They were a six-seed. They had Steve Blake, who had a long NBA career. They were rolling. They, they had some years. dudes that came through that program. It's it's a different program now. It's just not anywhere close to what it was. I mean, the ACC <laughs> was also different back then. Like, you were just talking about, <laughs> you had the Duke-UNCs, but it was also other high level programs. Maryland was right there dude. I'm telling you Maryland was a powerhouse back then. Yeah. They were something else. It's just, but it's not the same. Pro- I'm not saying it's terrible, but it's not the same. It's It'll perfect for Kevin Willard. <laughs> purgatory. It's purgatory. It's mid. It's midville. <laughs> he's Midville and and I think he's good. I don't think he's great. And I don't think he has the potential to be that. I think at best you're you're good. He just has the personality of a face cloth. Like, is, there's just no, nothing to it. None. Boring basement. Shaheen's basement lit as fuck. Honestly, dude, like, it's cool. Like, sometimes, like, he'll let me out for, like, playtime. <laughs> <laughs> Shaheen's got, like, <laughs> a pinball machine. And, you know, like, Kevin Willard's basement's just boring as hell. <laughs> you know what's funny is that, like, because of, like, the – um the like tournament selection videos like where they like they'll have the team come over and like they'll celebrate when they get their name called but it was always in lloyd's basement so i could yeah, tell you yeah. what kevin lloyd's basement was like and it is extremely just nothing to it but uh i'm curious to see sheen holloway's basement not this winter but maybe next yeah. i'm sure it's like vibrant um you know like <laughs> there's just like mad scene hall shit like everywhere like kevin yeah, was yeah. the kind of
1: guy that does like, he have a is- sectional He has a love sack (laughs) sectional.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Three piece. But I don't know, man. Like just like personality wise, like it's so cool like to just not have a fucking ghost on the sideline. Yeah. He's always a weird dude to me. Weird fucking my favorite Willard moment was the Villanova <laughs> game on the sideline. He was drinking a bottle of water that had a spit-out piece of gum in it. Oh. That was, that was like, the, the coolest thing Willard ever did in the sideline. Or, like, the funniest oh. thing. Like the, like, the most, like... like Yeah, like, dude. That's like what I'll think of. Like, what I think of Kevin Willard on the sideline is, like, him just drinking out of a bottle of water with a chewed-up piece of gum in it. Oh. Gross. <laughs> fucking kev he's a weird dude yeah weird fucking dude andy what's on your mind buddy i have to edit this that you do which means just like take the mp3 and publish it
1: pretty much yes
0: <laughs> i mean honestly i would just say fuck it we talked for mad long i'm not editing in this just, just oh that's give it exactly
1: my plan yeah. Uh, it's gonna start off, Hey guys, are you ready for two hours of banter with JP Carlisimo. I
0: mean, I mean that was to be expected. That had to be. And we wouldn't do it any other way. This is going exactly how I expected it <laughs> to go. This is low-key just like a set your feet up. We're just gonna shoot the shit for two hours podcast. Oh, absolutely. Pull up a chair. Yeah, pull up a chair type. Yeah, that should be the name of the episode, Andy, pull up a chair.
1: <laughs> Grab a beer, pull up a chair, we play basketball today.
0: Pull JP a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out JP's chair.